0: Jesus Christ Tim, he's motioning to lower the desk. You do this dance every single week.
1: And you know what I love? I don't say Tim lower the desk to try and, you know, keep it off pot and Sean just goes, Dimbo, lower <laughs> the desk.
0: He's waving you down feverishly. I was reading and about you're just that. in your own little world. What? Another eight-point weekend for your boys, Timbo.
2: Certainly was. Did it tough against Hawthorne. They, they were no... Um... I like
0: how he leads off with the Giants. He doesn't lead off
2: <laughs> Well, I figure we'll get to uh, the Blues. Um, did you introduce yourself?
0: You know, upon reflection, I don't think I did. I approached him, but I don't think I gave him my name.
2: Fair enough. Because it was
0: at three-quarter time of our game. Yes. And he was just off to the little bit off the huddle. He seemed genuinely confused, yes. which is understandable. I mean,
2: Who the fuck Who you? the fuck is this
0: guy? And I said, oh, Tim Davis, blah, blah. He goes, oh, yeah, hands. And that was sort of the extent of it. And then in the aftermath, I thought, I don't think I said my name.
2: Yep. But you said you do a podcast with Tim.
0: I don't think I even said that. I just think I said oh, I'm mates with Tim.
1: So
2: I'm some little short bloke that knows uh, Tim.
0: I don't know if I would have said that, but um, no, well, that's
1: important. You'd be kind of the same height as him, wouldn't you? Kingsley. Kingess.
0: No. King no,
2: like, is six yeah. footer, six one. Yeah, he is a little bit on me. Collingwood's six footer. He's 185, I reckon. 184, 185.
0: Well, next time you go up there, get out the measuring tape, put him against the wall,
2: get out the pencil. Go back to back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a upon reflection, I didn't manage the introduction well <laughs> and confused him, I think, and, and then after the fact myself.
2: Well, oddly, I thought during the week I should text Adam... That may have helped. To expect an approach from Sean who I'd do the podcast with. But I thought, I don't have to steal the kid's thunder. It would have helped. He's more than capable.
1: Well, given his his previous experience, he used to go up to players post-game when they didn't want to have a bar of him and basically tell them, you're doing an interview or you're doing this and you're doing that.
0: I still do that. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, but you did it on a – National platform where I used to see you doing it and used to pause and send you screenshots. Those guys,
0: the Melbourne victory, I don't give a shit. Statute of limitations. I reckon in the entire squad, there was maybe one player who had any sort of like understanding that there is an expectation that the broadcaster (laughs) might want to talk to them and your number's up and you have to do it. Everyone else looked like I just told them.
1: Can I guess who that might have been? Sure. Lawrence Thomas. Lawrence, yeah. He was. You you've said a few times that he he was the he nicest person. He bloke was there.
0: he was just a nice guy. And there were other people there that were nice, but you would ask them to do some press or to do a whatever and it was like genuinely Pulling like teeth. like you'd requested the most untoward over the top thing from them. You're thinking you're gonna have to you're gonna have to lift your socks up a bit here, boys. And actually come to the party a little bit. The Thomas. Very nice guy. Very, very, very nice guy. Um, yeah, so I sort of watched that, Tim, but I don't think I did that very well at all. Oh, well, that's a shame. Yeah, I mean, look, I moved on with it, but at the same time, disappointed. Um, two weeks in a row, Tim. At this rate, we're going to get a couple of weeks in a row out of Caleb Marchbank, I reckon. Oh,
1: Jesus. Buonasera of gutsy.
0: It's the big Fabaganoush. How are you, Fabaganoush?
1: Just like Jack Martin, mate, just starting to warm into the season. So uh...
0: One week away from a calf injury. It's all good. <laughs> Every week he doesn't do his calf. He's one week closer to closer him to doing it. his calf. Doing a
1: calf. <laughs> well, you know, our boy Gov is just... Uh, he, he's the type that... Look, it was a pretty bad cork, you know, in his defence. That would have hurt, but... He'll miss. He'll miss three seasons a without a cork.
2: It's well. The other one when he flew from the side awkwardly and got a left hand to it, and then you thought he may not get up from this. Yep, <laughs> and he did. His his fifty five meter
1: goal goal. I thought he didn't hit it right, and it's still well, still I, sailed through. I but-
2: somehow managed to look away. Because who took the mark? OE oh, he's oh he's. And and, and thought-
1: Doc, Doc did the first kind of. I run through. I and saw, he was, saw that, yeah.
2: and then I, and I kind of thought somebody should run past and get this. I managed to look away, and then they've just gone. Oh, and that's a goal to Carlton. And I thought the fuck just happened. And then and then the way that they were talking about, it, I realised somebody had run past, and it took me a while to realise that it was Gov, Yep. Who? I which I reckon I've been calling for that play for three years, and finally when he did it, I wasn't watching. So,
1: well, there you go. But anyway, this is more about me. How do I?
2: Yeah. I'm. Unlike Tim to hijack
1: the, the result question. The result is has been the highlight of my week. Uh apart from that, it's, I've been playing nurse. How is Cal? She's okay. When did she, she have the surgery? She had the surgery on Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. but Six she, days she, ago. She has to be restrained from uh from doing the housework. Yeah, she's okay. not able to lift and do anything. She's got four holes in her and she's had an organ removed, so
0: Well, I mean
2: not like it was the Temple of Doom no, type. No, it's but not like you know.
0: <laughs> it's not like she's old Mola Ram had so, that done on her. It's um. <laughs> do you want to do your impression of the guy getting lowered into the pit again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. Do, I,
1: can't do any impression when I laugh. I did laugh. Do he's, it. He's,
0: he's
1: do eyes. it. What? Yeah,
0: it's not like that happened. I mean, she had a gallbladder out.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying you still got it. Aid and assist and do this and
2: you know. And she's gonna be tender and all that sort of stuff. So <laughs> very very would, would she be would she, she was
1: she was would, champing at the bit to get to the uh
0: Would she be giving you the hurry up if roles were reversed? A little bit? No. Just just a little bit, just a little bit of let's get back to normal now.
1: No no no, she wants to get back to normal. She wanted to get back to normal the next day. She was up
0: No, like, that's what I mean. If the roles were reversed, you're not giving her the hurry up. But would she no. be giving you the hurry up?
1: Um no, I don't think so. Don't think so.
0: After six days, seven, going on seven days, she'd be.
1: No, no, tomorrow she's. she's she'd be totally she's invested. She's back into her, her routine.
0: This sounds like Andrew Russell type stuff. So, so you, um, t- today it's you're going too hard, Kel. You're going too hard. Yeah, got to slow te- down. She's a test. We'll tomorrow, see how she pulls up tomorrow. Tomorrow you're good to go.
1: Yeah. And then. What's you, changed overnight? We'll that's see like, if she backs up on Wednesday. We'll, uh,
0: that's like the infamous Matt Kennedy when he. What did he do? He got concussed. Or he broke his leg when he was <laughs> concussed or something. Yeah. He's thinking, how'd this happen? Hold on, wait a minute. We've missed a step here.
1: What's so, going on? Yeah, but um, no, she's handled it very, very well. Um, so it's all—it's been all fun and games.
0: Sounds like it. We're so. going to move on now. Our printer DJ last week was taking care of business by Buckman Turner Overdrive, of course. Leonard Puglia and Adrian Salerno got it right on the nose, and so did Edward Shevano. got it right this week. Redemption for Eduardo. He managed <laughs> to get it right. Well done. Well done. Uh, reviews. We do have a review this week. So I think we're going to like this review. Positive. Well, most of them are, but um, J 75 uh, really appreciate your weekly review, preview, and banter more often than not providing views and insights of the game I hadn't seen or considered living in far north Queensland. I managed to avoid the media hysteria, but tuning into you guys when I please can be fulfilling when we win and somewhat therapeutic when we lose. Uh, being a DJ of 30-plus years, hearing your tunes and views on those tunes is a fun aspect. Also, your taste in music, for the most part, aren't bad, not being able to go to games is frustrating, but in your own ways, you're bringing the game to me. Thank you. Fun fact from Jezza. Just heard you mention the girl in the red dress from The Matrix. That's my cousin Fiona. Uh, you'll be happy to know she's also a blue bagger. We grew up in Adelaide. She's back there now supporting the Blues and
1: Sturt. How hey. good. The girl in the red dress is a blue bagger. I like it.
0: She was also in. It was funny. I looked her up and immediately when I saw the photo, I had to go to IMDB because I went – She. Obviously, in this era, was doing a bit of walk-on work, extra work, maybe, and she just had that look.
1: Surely, she was on Home and Away or something.
0: She might have been. No, but she was in. She has uh, a couple of seconds on screen in Attack of the Clones as well, which of course was shot in Sydney. Yep. At Fox Studio. she's in the little nightclub Name? sequence at the start, or Fiona something. Jezza J seventy-five, maybe that could be the family. <laughs> surname. That could
2: be the surname. Um, but yeah, seventy-five? <laughs>
1: So, so that's an interesting <laughs> bit of trivia. Next time you watch the Matrix, you go go on the red dress.
0: Carlton fan,
1: Carlton
2: fan, go blues.
0: And Stuart fan,
2: two blues, double blues. Well, yeah, two blues. They do they do call them the double blues over there. Yeah, that's why I call them the double blues. Yes, is P- there? Monogram- Peran was the two blues here. Is there monogram in a, sh- a shade of blue or something? Yeah,
0: okay. it is indeed. It is indeed.
2: Going early,
1: we're going early. Well, it might be the theme
0: well exactly that's why we're going early because timbo might be going well timbo's definitely going early let's be fair tim davis you ready for your question absolutely in the new order song temptation bernie sings of the subject's eye color oh you've got eyes oh you've got eyes oh you've got eyes which of the following four colors does he not mention a blue b green c gray or d brown so he mentions three of those colors are you looking up the answer fab
1: no no i know the answer i'm just looking at this, something else i well, can't you, be used well
0: you're not getting a fitty fitty
2: yeah or a, what i call it a phone a friend did you play it on your podcast i did so not l- that version see i listened to this podcast and that was on yesterday afternoon on the way home from wallara waters we did a meet the developer uh, session out at uh, out at Wallen,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I listened to this although my <laughs> when I listen to my podcast I tend to listen at one and a half times speed just to get very through very quick two thirds of uh, normal pace and uh, and <laughs> I didn't pay enough attention. To well, this it business. wouldn't
0: have done you any good because, like I explained, that was the early version of the song, uh, and that the, that particular those lyrics weren't in that weren't version not in of the it. Song.
2: Well, there you go. There's there's no there's no advantage. Well, so what what are the options? A what brown, is, blue, green, grey, brown. Now, grey eyes are not common, although I know people that do have grey eyes.
0: <laughs> okay, they're not common, but I do know people who have them. No, it was
2: a guy I went to primary school with. And was he just, a werewolf? No, he wasn't. Anyway. Was uh, he another
0: creature of myth? No, <laughs> no.
2: And, yeah, so it was just just slightly different colour. So I'm not ruling grey out, although, obviously, if you were going to look at it, that would be the first one that you would look at. I, however, will not.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> so we're obviously... Do I get a 50-50? Do I get a photo friend?
0: You don't get a photo friend, no,
2: because he just said he knows the answer. Oh, he knows the answer. Okay, so fitty fitty.
0: Yeah, sure.
2: I'm pretty
1: sure I know the answer.
0: Yeah, sure. I'll give you a
1: fitty fitty. Does the second verse in the first verse, second verse differ by one color?
0: And he mixes up the order. Okay. So your fitty fitty will knock out B and C. So your options are A blue, yeah. D brown.
2: Yeah, and and what I was thinking was, I reckon they're going to scroll through blue, green, and grey, and therefore they wouldn't say brown. And I think also because of the old brown, I think I reckon there's a, four there's four colours that are mentioned. What do they say? But they they only say it
1: three three times. Do they say hazel The Second
0: three are different. No, there's but in three, a different order. There's three colours that are mentioned. In a different order.
2: Well, I'm going to lock in D Brown.
0: You're going to lock in D I'm Brown? I'm going
2: to lock in D Brown. That's what you're D you want Brown, the guy that uh, did the big dunk for Boston Celtics and covered his eyes up. Or mm. well, number seven, I think. Sweet Brown, who, Sweet uh, Brown. who was the. Arc up, Broncardus. That's what you want to do. You want to lock in. D. I'm locking in D Are Brown. You sure? Well, yes, you don't want me to get it right. <laughs> Maybe I'm
0: trying to double bluff you.
2: No, I know. I know exactly the way that you Maybe I'm work. trying
0: to double bluff you, Timo. So they sing that the character has... ...greed eyes. Yes. Grey eyes. Yes.
2: I don't know what's happening.
3: <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was feeling charitable on the 50-50 because he...
2: He's I was actually very surprised you gave it to me. I would have guessed brown. have been in horrendous form lately. <laughs> you
0: would know why you would have guessed brown. <laughs> I would have guessed brown.
1: No, you wouldn't. Green, grey, well, blue. Green, grey are too similar. Green, grey, blue. Yeah. And then green, grey, red. Nope. Am I fucking that up?
2: Yep. I don't know. I'm, I would trust this bloke more than I would you on a whim. I really enjoyed your podcast as well.
0: Thank T- you, Tim. I Davis. thought it was
2: very well put together. Temptation, the, and, and lyrics. And I've got to say. Like all most of those movies I'd seen mm-hmm. and always really enjoyed, and um, it was Joey Badass? And, and when we got to the Euro trip bit, and Scotty doesn't know, it was just a, a walk down memory memory <laughs> lane, and I will never forget. Scotty doesn't know, but what a. Tr- what a but, I, I haven't but, listened but, yet, but it, I, is,
1: it is one of the great scenes.
2: It's amazing, and, and just reliving it in my mind's eye as I was driving back from Wallen yesterday, it was an absolute treat. So I think I mentioned
0: uh, on the thing as well, the brilliance of it is that they use it, and that's great, and it's a fun song, and it's like it's better than any ride it has to be. Correct. And then they keep recycling it, like it's, it's taken the world by storm. So they're at like the Russian nightclub, yes. <laughs> and it takes you a split second to go... They're playing that song. That's a trance (laughs) remix of Scotty Doesn't Know. Scotty
1: doesn't know that Fiona and
2: me do it in my van every Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) But the best thing, and and you touched on it too, how um, How Matt Damon Damon ended it. Well, he said he was mates with the the owners, the writers. Yeah, he
0: was mates with the writers. He just happened to be in town and um, they said, oh, do you want to come down and – do it and he went, Yeah, sure.
2: And the best thing it's, is, he doesn't just do it, he, 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 commits he leans into it, everything to it. You and know what's even is... better
0: about that, Tim? What's that? So you think about it now, you're like, Oh, yeah, Matt Damon, he was in this silly, did a silly cameo. That was seven years after he won an Oscar. Yeah, that's it's actually not that far removed.
1: Lyrics, it's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. That was urgent to myself. I do believe, okay. Oh, you've got green eyes, I've oh, got gray eyes, Oh, you have got blue eyes. Oh, you've got green eyes. Oh, you've got blue eyes. Oh, you've got red eyes. He doesn't say red. It's here on the... Um
0: it's incorrect.
1: Click on the next...
0: What version of the song's that?
2: Seven. Version seven.
0: It's a lot of songs.
2: 7.0.
0: Well, either way, this is points dance.
2: But you've yeah, right. thoroughly enjoyed it. Really appreciated it. I'm oh, glad really? that you really did really it. Well done. It. Well, we might do it again. And another
1: one's got it, yeah, where they just... Rev- yeah, it's the green, green, grey, mm. blue... In a wrong, order. but it's
2: but like on the pod when you sort of say, "Oh, give us give us suggestions of a genre or an actor." I've got one, and and it, it's,
0: uh, I've got a, I've got a. I've got a potentially fun
2: one. I can't think of having one that could be a whole episode. And I've it, got it, one. It's almost more like I'll just wait for you to come to me. Do you want to know?
0: Do you want to know what the next one might be? Action movies. Jerry Bruckheimer.
2: Yeah, that's fine. Yep.
0: Music from
1: Jerry Bruckheimer movies.
2: Yeah, because then you're going to do the music as well. What are your t- What are your top three Jerry Bruckheimer movies? Well, it's his autobiographical Top Gun, where he played the theme music for it. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. <laughs>
1: no, I've got a beard. <laughs> oh, you?
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> dribble, dribble, dribble. <laughs> top Gun. Dribble. What um, else? The Rock. Yep. The Rock's amazing. Um,
1: oh, the bad boys. They're, they're a Bruckheimer. They're Bruckheimers. Mm. Brockheimer, he does a lot with Michael Bay.
0: Yeah, I reckon probably the I reckon my favourite would be The Rock. The Rock's a movie that it doesn't. It's a classic. If it's on, you going, yeah, I'm it's watching Pearl this. Pearl Harbor, uh, a Brockheimer. Yeah, overblown, bit too much to it,
1: bit too much happening. Do you know what is a Brockheimer? Armageddon. Um, uh, uh, one of my favourites. I can't think of the title well, right so, now. So, National so, Treasure.
0: Ah, uh, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Lucky goes. I enjoy it so much. I can't even remember what it's called. <laughs> I'm, <just> gonna, <laughs> it's I'm such a fan. I've got absolutely no idea what it's called. Um, are we ready now to move into some chat about the football? That's yes, a, let's do it. Um, just quickly, I'm just going to look up. I'm just going to see the old uh, IMDb game. Let's let's see what Jerry's known for. Oh, they list the four Jerry's are. They're an interesting ones. They got Armageddon. Fair enough, producer. Yeah, remember the Titans. Good I movie. Mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's strictly a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. We
1: quote that quite often. I don't know if people
0: obviously parts of the Caribbean. Or Caribbean. Um, he's got two parts of the Caribbean movies there. That's that's a bit. Uh, I reckon that's not great to be honest. He produced the American uh, American uh, American, the Amazing Race, of course, TV show. LA's Finest which was that weird spin-off of Bad Boys that just no one ever watched and just completely they did two seasons of it but just completely LA's Finest never saw it. It's got um, Gabrielle Union and Jessica Alba in it. Fab's is, interest is suddenly yeah, peaked. It
1: peaked? Does Gab Union play her like the character she played in the in Bad Boys? Yeah. Is she Marcus's sister? Yeah, it's
0: a spin-off.
2: There you go.
0: What about he produced uh, Gemini Man?
2: You love saying Gemini, don't
1: you? <laughs>
0: Fab never gets it. I say it every time to kind of like... I don't, I don't it. get it
2: and I don't, I've
1: never seen the movie.
0: First Man, you idiot. Remember when we saw First Man? Yeah. You, had the you fell Captain's asleep
1: catch.
2: the first five minutes. Yeah. What did you yeah. have?
0: I had the apple bucket or whatever it was called. It was not bad. It was basically... Horrible I, movie. I liked it. Fab hated it. And basically we just laughed at um, Corey Stoll, I think his character. He played uh, Gus Grissom, I believe. And he kept us saying... He didn't say Gemini. He kept on saying Gemini... It was. <laughs> it got to the point where it was annoying. Slow.
1: Claire Foy, is she in it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Slow, boring, oddy. Very poorly shot. I know you say it's intended to be that way. Very up close, personal.
0: Well, we've, we've had this conversation. Yeah, no, it's before. all up
1: close. So when they get to the moon, it's expansive, and you get to see. Fab it. Fab just
0: doesn't get it. The idea is that it's meant to be claustrophobic and very, like, unsettling and unnerving. And then the idea is they open the, the capsule, Ouch. they open the hatch, and they step out into fucking nothing. That's the point.
1: Brilliant. Hmm. The movie is a whole bunch That's of nothing. That's the
0: point. Um, what else has he produced here, Jerry? CSI?
2: Yeah.
0: Beverly Hills Cop, of course.
2: Yes. Who's the main character
1: music. in CSI, the original CSI? The guy Axel Foley. From-
0: <laughs> Axel Foley, yes. Crossover. <laughs> no, he, it was, um, what's his face? Old mate uh, from um, Man, Grisham Maneater. What was his name? Is it Grisham? Tom Grissom, maybe <laughs> <Or> <laughs> author. Jade, <laughs> Jade Gresham. Jade Gresham. Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time. That wasn't very good.
1: We'll be we'll be wearing navy blue next year. There's big rumours about yeah. that, isn't there? Is, yeah. that, is,
0: that, is that another one from your bolognese sauce?
1: Uh, it is not is, not, is not with, these, with, with no with no. Um, should we put certainty. a
0: timeline on any of these actually coming to fruition? Just just quietly. No,
1: if I have timelines, I, I'd give them. But uh, yeah, Jade Gresham will be wearing navy blue next year.
0: God in 60 Seconds produced that. Love that movie. Con Air, that was a good one.
2: Good breaks. Good breaks. Days you.
0: of Thunder, of course. Beverly Hills Cop. Flashdance. Maria McKay. Yeah, I reckon we'll do Jerry. We'll do Jerry next time. Yep, well done. I like it. And he well, had well, that whole, too, that, that mid-'80s that he kind of carried it through all the other films, that vertical integration of doing you do the movie and you have the song that ties into the movie mm. and it's, a, it's just like a – Formula. Re, it's Formula. A really, like. But it's a really accessible classic American top ten radio hit Yeah, yep. and that's what sells and the And you
1: use the film in the video. Yeah, so yes. basically
0: every time they play it on MTV, it's a trailer. Hmm. Every single time they play it, it's a trailer. And every, every time they play it on the radio, it's a trailer, it's an ad. It's very, Name very a film
1: good. where the song is clearly better than the movie.
2: Philadelphia. Which one? Wow. Good song.
0: Which one? Because you could argue that um, the Neil Young song is better than Bruce's song. Yeah,
3: Bruce's
1: I, I like I, Bruce's. I do like
2: Bruce's song, but the movie's fantastic too. Just quietly, so. Yeah,
1: so that um, wasn't my question, but. Uh, <laughs> um, Saint Elmo's
2: Fire. Oh, it was. It was Man in, in Motion. motion. Yeah, yeah. Great song. So, Sam Walsh. Bit of Johnny Parr. Shit movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what the problem with that film is? So the Brat Pack all decided they didn't want to be doing kid shit anymore. And the audience was like, that's all we want you to do.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: We actually don't <laughs> want you to grow up yet. Yep. And they all decided at once we're going to do a real mature mm. film about whatever.
1: And it's like... Then eventually when they're old, they realise, oh, we should have just stayed.
2: Should have kept doing... Yeah, because we're going to get old eventually. Kids stuff. Well, what was your Jennifer Lawrence comment about yes. that? Although know, Rob Lowe, Lowe, Lowe still looks
1: very fucking young.
2: Oh, he's... For he, his age. Like He's, he's like old, as, old. He's as good a put together a bloke as there's ever been and has stayed that way for 30 years y- longer than he probably should have. Because you look like Alec Baldwin, you know he's Eric. Ba- he's
1: battled Eric Baldwin. Well, he's gone through a bit, Timbo. He's killed someone.
3: Well,
0: yeah,
1: yeah gotten away with it.
2: Yeah, I don't know that he did it on purpose. I think that whole
0: that Trump presidency added years to his life. Yes. He, had, he handled it worse than most.
1: Gets get to the game.
0: The point you were making that I made was good though about the Jennifer Lawrence. The whole point she does that silly romantic comedy recently, and you're like, you're doing this film six, seven, eight years too late. Yeah should have made this film seven years ago. Yeah. Because now the audience watches it and although you're really funny and charismatic and good value in a role like this, you're also just recently a mum mm. and you're a very public, very high-profile Hollywood actress. Oscar and winner. And it's like we can't kind of differentiate.
1: What did she win an Oscar for? The cleaning Silver one? Silver
0: Lightings Playbook. Okay.
1: Mm. With Bradley Cooper. I love that movie.
0: That's Why do movie. you love that movie? Go birds. It's about the Eagles. Tangentially, it's the Eagles' feature, and he sort of he likes it because of that. On to the game now. Go um, to the
1: game. Sorry. Don't get into a fight. Just something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've got a quote that you'll like,
0: Timbo. I had this thought, obviously, watching us on um, on Sunday afternoon, and the great man we speak a bit about your Ted Lasso's, your Gordon Bombay's, and we occasionally give love to the manager of the Toledo Mud Hens, yes. Lou Brown. This is what Lou Brown famously Don't said. Don't fuck it
3: up.
2: <laughs> we won a game yesterday if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak. It has happened before.
3: So let's see some hustle. Let's jack it up a little. I got a feeling things are about to turn around for us.
0: Well said, Lou. So <laughs> I sat there, I thought, you go, we won three, and I said, it has happened before. <laughs> we managed to pull ourselves together. Relatively heartburn-free afternoon, which was good. But in truth, a little bit of perspective, gentlemen, we had to navigate the last three matches 3-0. and Yeah. We've yeah. Played, I think we've beaten 13th, 14th and 16th, so we yeah. should absolutely enjoy winning games of football. But, but what's
1: we, been pleasing is the manner. It
0: has, and we're going to get to that. Yep. But, but we can't get carried away. We've won three games in a row. It has happened before, as Lou said. That's great, and we need to enjoy it. But at the same time, a little bit of perspective. We have beaten... Nothing. We've beaten, as Stephen A would say, some bona fide scrubs.
1: The manner in which we – so we had the draw and then we had the three wins and then we got belted by Adelaide. Yeah, The three wins leading into Adelaide were very different to the three wins we've had. It was – whilst we got the, the 12 points, we weren't really humming along, especially no. that GWS game, it was just – Unconvincing. Yeah. Whereas this is, and soft kills, for the most part. But our ability to want to work, the margin, the margins speak for themselves. We absolutely. We, if you get forty point wins, you go. well, they're they're good. You took care of business. Scraping through, we would have gone. Jesus Christ, that's no good. But we've
2: ensured that we've belted them.
0: We didn't make it harder than it needed to be. No. Got the
1: job done,
2: and we did it through effort. 100. That was the best bit. Yeah, it was the attitude and the the style that we went about it, and it was it was pedal to the metal. And and we're gonna we're gonna make sure these blokes know they've had a tough day, and um, you know, there's always plenty of teams. You know, when you bounce the ball and there's. You just look at it and you go, one team's come to play and it's obvious and you can go, I don't even reckon I need to watch the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know well, what well, happens well, here. Nick,
0: what do you mean? What do you mean come to play? What do yeah, you mean? that's right. What do you mean? <laughs> some guy did a, a cartoon years ago. I'm pretty sure he was coaching us and they had Mick working at McDonald's and the guy comes in and goes, had, um, just get us some nuggets. And the Mick goes, you want nuggets, do you? He goes, yeah. He goes, I-, I could get you nuggets. Is that what you want? He's like, yeah, I think so. He goes, I could get you nuggets. I could get you it's like, okay. It was very, very good. It was like, it shouldn't have worked, but it was fucking amazing. It's House, is it?
2: Yeah. And there was yeah, some go. guy
0: just going, I, I, could, I could get your nuggets, Tip. Do you want no- I could get your nuggets.
2: We used to see him the guy's The guy's like,
0: ah, uh, sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He'd walk. Like, he walked to the club. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he used to come through Colin's place for some reason. I don't know where he lived, but he was- he East w- Melbourne, didn't he? Yeah, well, that's- yeah. So he's come through- Colin's place, so it must have been around like where, you know... And then he jumps on a tram. Did no, he I walk think, the whole I think he walked the whole 100% way. 100% okay.
0: walked all the way. So, um, that's yeah. where they door-stopped him infamously because they knew they'd be able to catch him coming through Princess Park. That's true. Uh, and that's when he dared the club to sack him, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neck minute. <laughs> he stared him down and said, well, yeah, get rid of me then and pay me out and we'll...
1: Did he have like a direct hook-up to SEN in his office or something?
0: Because it was always he was always... He No, he just, I think he had a weekly spot on SEN and he might have dared them to sack him on there as well just in case <laughs> they missed it. <laughs> um, so for me, boys, the most pleasing start of the entire game, we'll get on to effort and intensity and all that kind of stuff, but part of that is tied up in this, the start. We'd spoken at length at different points of the season about how our starts to games, our starts to second halves had been poor, had been lacking. We'd still been in the sheds, but the past few weeks this has been so, so much better. So whatever they've done... What are you two smirking at?
1: Nothing. We're, we're listening to you. But you like, just had
0: a sh- like a weird look at each other and then smirked.
1: No, there's nothing to smirk. <laughs> nothing to smirk. Well, I with. saw it.
0: It was like, have you seen those ads lately where the barista like makes some woman comes up to his coffee van and he makes her a coffee and then he hands it to her and has this really satisfied look about my work he has done. And there's another one with a Hungry Jack chef makes this stupid burger and he puts it on. And he just like delicately moves the bun. Like um, infinitesimal just twist it slightly and then looks back like oh, I fucking made a real difference today. <laughs> That's what you
1: two just did. You just shared a look. We made we made the world a better place. Did you make a difference today, Sean?
2: Not really. In your new job? Yeah. Do you want to let everybody know what you're doing? No,
0: not really. No, <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> Fab, you I mean Fab would have known, but he's cut me out of his life. So So um, we heard.
1: He's for a of, good fifteen minutes last cut week, cut out of his life entirely. Well, I'm so. I, I was
2: always going with uh, Sean Peter Budge watch um, when you'd be on your bike around East Doncaster as I was dropping kids off and all that sort of stuff, and uh, gonna see a whole lot less of that. you be the seeing, world's poorer for I mean, it.
0: you'll be seeing none of it, <laughs> um, to be honest. But no, I had. Uh, I mean, the, probably the downside of the day was the grilled I had for lunch, which then gave me the runs. Oh,
1: That's it's... basically every meal I have. That's, for the past 20 years.
0: That was not ideal. I sort of thought that was pretty disappointing because the eating of the meal was good, the disposal of it less so. <laughs> what you get? And we're not, and we're
2: not to, talking putting the bag in the bin. Are you the beef?
0: I go the lamb. I do the build the burger.
1: I'm a Simon Says.
2: Yeah, dude, That's just the most just So that was at Shopping was Town, stock, yeah?
0: Stock – Fucking burger you could possibly get. It's the you best a, one there. Yeah no, It's the crispy it's like, bacon. It's crispy like, bacon and cheese. Is when you the
1: best go one. to when you go to old oh, mate, geez, my brain is I am convinced I'm Hunger Jack. Not right. No. Well
3: I don't one know. One of these fan, fan, fancy. You're
1: convinced joints. you're not right. Um the schnitzel all <laughs> joint. Schnitz. Schnitz. Far out. The status quo. It's just just coleslaw, honey mustard. Schnitzel, no, cheese, and that's it. You know
0: what the most overrated thing available on the market is? Schnitz chips. They're the most overrated thing on the I'm market. I'm going
1: to put out a poll to rate the chips. Now, I know what I find as the clear winner. Me too, but keep going. All right, go. Okay. Red Rooster. No. Nope. KFC when they're fresh. I'm grilled. Grilled, grilled chips. Ra- no,
0: grilled, for me, consistency. The consistency of grilled is more yeah. often than not with you get the- a good bucket. The KFC KFC is just a little bit more variable because you're not quite sure what you're getting. But if you get the fresh chips and they've been properly salted, they've either been over-salted or not salted at all.
1: You'll agree with this. You can't say to them extra salt because then they're Drenched, and it's
0: it'll be like the fucking salt flats right? out in
1: <laughs> like Bonneville, the Bonneville <laughs> salt flats. Where I'm doing a
0: speed run on my Indian motorcycle. What was his name? Running Anthony Hopkins and running the chips. The <laughs> world's fastest Indian or whatever it is. burning the shit <laughs> out of your leg. I'm doing, I'm just leaning over, salting
1: the chips. The I, didn't right mi- like, I didn't mind that, uh,
0: yeah, it was, it was all right
1: that movie, but um, yeah, grilled number one. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll place Schnitz at number two. I don't mind no nah, grills
0: does. are fucking Schnitz, are number two,
1: yeah. You're gonna be able to have it maybe next year for Sean's birthday. I'm gonna get him fresh KFC chips with a Hungry Jack's dipping sauce. When is Dippic his birthday? It's February. Am I in the right ballpark?
0: You're in the right month.
1: Twenty. Yep. Yeah. Fourth. No. Twenty sixth. No. Fifth.
2: Yep. Yeah. I knew <laughs> I was around. And when's yours? You call yourself a friend? No, that's absolutely. Well, First, you don't want I Adam mit- to make finals. I missed your fortieth. 40- missed your fortieth the other year because <laughs> yeah, well, I've let that go. <laughs> All right.
0: so, so, I missed it as well. Was he as furious with you as he was with me?
2: Uh, he was justifiably furious with me because see, okay, I, I, got, got, I got invited. I got invited, and I apparently. managed. I, to, didn't get the,
0: I didn't get the text, or I see managed, the text.
2: I managed to administer myself out of my own life and was not involved.
0: So I just want to say on the record. Okay, so we both missed for similar yet different reasons. I was I just, for whatever reason, did not take receipt of the invitation, okay? Which fine. I didn't send. That's, it was no, sent no, no, by my, not, I'm not, I'm my lovely wife. Not, I'm not pointing the finger at anyone. For whatever reason, I didn't get it, so I wasn't aware. So you got the invitation and just forgot. I just didn't know. Just someone, just fucking, we were in lockdown, just shoot us a text. Hey, boys, you jumping on the Zoom? Yeah. And I would have gone, not a problem. Where, what are we doing? Yeah. Send me the link. I'll jump who straight was, on. But who
1: was supposed to do that when I didn't know about it? Well, someone, no, 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 that's true.
0: Someone in the room could have gone... I can, does anyone? Oh, the private chat. Going fuck. Do you have uh, Tim's number or Sean's number? Just give him a buzz. Ask where they are,
1: and we would have jumped on immediately. What's the date, old oh, mate? The second of October. Do you know what was weird? That I got blanked by you two, and yet received a message from the president. That is true. Weirdly. Yeah.
0: Well, we did publish it because remember I put it out on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Now he. Well, either way, it's nice. It that was nice. He, he did reach out and. Thank me and wish me a lovely day.
0: There you go. He's cut us out of his life, just like what you've done to me.
1: We've we've come good ever since he's uh, been embroiled in in a bit of a controversy.
2: Bit of PwC. uh... I don't really know
0: enough about that.
1: I don't know anything about it, so that's why I haven't really um, commented on
2: it, but
0: Back onto our start, Tim. I was going to say, um, what did go off? So, on we've spoken a at tangent. length about that, in you know, the past few weeks has been so, so much better in this regard. And then from the get go, what was really noticeable was our tackling and our hunt was really dialed in. Our D1 and D2 was super when to go, when to tease, when to stay off, when to swarm, um, whether that's communication or just organization. Um, that was really, really, really good. Um, and we just played with really great spirit and intensity. So for me, Fab, last week we touched on that whole start the film with an explosion thing, and this week we absolutely did it. It can be a simple game when you
1: get your contest right. A- absolutely. And what was clear and obvious was an idea I have looked up the stats since was <gasps> you could no
2: no. You're I'm the scat man.
1: <laughs>
2: I'd reckon You're a
3: Scat Man. I'm the Scat Man. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one, hold
0: on. I'm the scared. This
1: is man. the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be holding fire because I've done a fair bit of research today.
2: I'm the scared, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to keep pushing them. Having
1: controlled the decks for so- just one episode, you just want to push the buttons the whole It's like they're looking at you and they're colored coded. So he's like, he's- What's the uh, galvanized by the Chemical Brothers? Our finger. Is on the button. Bam. What was it talking did the, about?
0: Um, why didn't the Chemical Brothers and the Umbilical Brothers ever do like a crossover?
1: <sighs> and the Out Here Brothers, who sang Boom Boom. And the, boom. All, the
0: Allman Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't they do it? Why didn't they Let get me together? Hear you
2: say, A-oh, <laughs> A-oh.
1: <laughs> why
0: didn't they get together and do a Travelling Wilburys type thing?
1: Tom Petty, not good enough to be a Wilbury. Absolutely
0: um, ludicrous claim.
1: Um, <laughs> Jeff Lynn, neither was he.
0: Um, Petty's more of a. Better claim than Jeff Lynne, I reckon.
1: I'd say ELO collectively, yeah, but Jeff can't take all credit for ELO's work either. So um, when you're mates with, uh, well, mainly mates, the, the glue there was was George Harrison. So um, when you're googling, <laughs> is Tom Petty was Tom Petty good enough to be a Wilbury? It absolutely was. Um, we were rated eighteenth. For forward fifty tackles. Yep, and we lamented all season. You know, we've got Jesse, we've got Dirds, and whilst we see them providing effort, we it, we, we can't seem to lock the ball inside our forward fifty. It, now it didn't bring impact. And I will put my hand up and say, I had my trepidations with Fogs, given his perceived. I'm going to use perceived lack of speed. It's not perceived. He's slow. But <laughs> he I'm saying, no well, but, but, he, but he, he doesn't. You don't see him Lance, battling Lance's or running or slow. Oh, but go. you yeah. don't see Fox chasing tail too much.
2: No. So yeah. he brings intensity. We've gone
1: from 18th ranked. And in the last couple of weeks, our forward 50 pressure, we're number one. Yeah, it's good. And this is part of the frustration, isn't it? Because
0: this is why when we were talking about selection all those weeks, and Paddy Dow was the poster child of the conversation, but the conversation wasn't. And a lot
1: of people got lost. The
0: conversation wasn't about Paddy Dow, he was just the poster boy for it. The conversation was about we and what we're trying to do and how we're trying to play, it is not working one of the levers is surely selection. Mm. Yeah. And what you do is, even if you don't necessarily want to drop a guy because you're thinking maybe he's better than he's been playing, he's better value than he's been showing, it sends a message.
2: It sends a message and it just gives us a different look just to see mm. how does it fit. And it but rewards
0: the, but, but the guys playing well. The Absolutely. frustrating
2: thing was
1: there's this chorus of, oh, give a time, you know, give a time, give a time. They're working hard. to No, it's no. not working.
0: No, but Fab, and what you just said is spot on. The idea, what you just, you just said then is absolutely spot on. You said, they're working hard. Mm. No one's disp- – no, no, I am disputing that. So you look at what no, – no, hey, th- the you, players
1: were working hard.
0: No, no, but this is – again, we're going to get to the point eventually. Working yeah, hard, sorry, working smart. No, so you just said, you no, know, they're working hard. And I looked at it and thought, no, well, we've seen over the last three weeks that they weren't working hard enough. Mm. Yeah. Because we've seen on Sunday just past, we've seen against Hawthorne, we've seen against uh, Gold Coast – that that level of intensity and application mm. was far in excess yeah. of what it had been they yeah. had other levels to go to clearly
1: people like they've got there. Jesse. there's application <coughs> yeah and that and that is pretty much a mindset and then you've got execution and obviously execution was well off yeah now jack martin being back aids because he's a totally different beast
2: yeah yep
1: and so that combination and I don't know if that's the combination, but it's a different look. It's a different looking forward line.
2: Well, and it, it comes back to what do you value, and and there's been a clear and obvious um, want to become a uh, a forward half football team, and and for like I still I still remember going to the Melbourne game with mm. David Finney. Yep, and. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> at least it's not Jake. <laughs> Shout out to David. I'm hoping he's listening. Um, but I couldn't believe.
1: Sean, just for let you know, Dave Finney was on our table at the Legends Lunch. Legends
2: Lunch. But um, our ability to be able to lock the ball inside fifty and not let it out—I had never seen a Carlton it do that. It was manic. It and it was it was amazing to watch. I think I texted you guys. What, what the fuck am I watching? Uh, exactly.
0: right well, <laughs> I think that the benefit of that is it. Okay, you absorb one, Fremantle, you absorb one. Yep. And then maybe they lock it in again, so now you absorb two. And then you start going, we've just got to get this out.
1: And this is yep. what you're describing as D1, D2. Then they hack kick it out. Hack kick yeah. it out. Which is what we, want them to we do, do. But how often do we do it? Oh, that blind it kick to... Oh, Sam Docherty loves but it. But not, <laughs> not only are we forcing them to do it, the setup in that next phase...
2: Yeah, we're all over them.
1: That's it. Outnumbered, great. Do Outnumbered, and go overlap, in.
2: run, changing direction, and
1: yeah. the players and the players are. It, and obviously, when it's set up for them to execute, we have the talent. Yeah. Jacob Waring's last month has been amazing, fucking unbelievable, unbelievable. He took the P one double yesterday, absolutely intercepted and. He
2: but just, who who was he on? Who cares? Well, that, I think that's the point too. He exploited where he had to exploit.
0: I think that, you know, flowing on from that, is that, there's the work, uh, the work rate aspect, as like try to yawn. Yes. Um, when you start well, everyone gets a lick of the ice cream. Everyone yeah. feels engaged in the game. I see you lay a big tackle and that sort of gets me up. You know, yeah. I see Fab do something, Fab sees me do something, whatever it is, and that lifts the energy and it becomes infectious and everyone wants to subconsciously or not, have that moment on Monday's review. Mm. There's but the also big tackle gets- or there's the shepherd or there's the smother or there's the spoil or there's mm. the, mate, you've done the right thing. I mean, Cunners did a really, really lovely, such a small moment and he probably doesn't even get a stat for it, but he did a really good little shepherd that released Cripps at one point. Just put yep. on a bit of a bumper and he went, if you don't do that, which we weren't doing, yep. um, well, Cripps just gets run down.
1: But there's that perception too that moving it forward, you know, and that forward momentum, forward momentum that everyone thinks they should all be running forward. No, but you've got to aid your team to be able to do it. And laying things like shepherds or calling a man through or doing something like that, it's a team game. And there's that thing that when others do it, sometimes you feel like you're the only one applying the pressure. But when it comes off and you see others doing it, it's like sometimes you get that, that thing, oh, what? I feel like I'm the only person putting in here. So when it's not going your way, I'm put, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm doing everything and, and you're not.
0: But when, you're, but when you see others doing but it, when you, you
1: see others, it's like, all you, right. But you want to be a part of it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's that in-game kind of justification. Success breeds yeah. success.
0: So we've, I've spoken, Timbo, and we're going to touch on actually a little bit about what's changed in the past three matches as opposed to the seven or eight weeks that preceded those wins. But we were working so hard – in a, such a disorganised fashion that was yielding so little reward or return, you can't sustain that level of effort, mental application, etc. If you're getting nothing back,
2: correct. And we've we've laughed about we say it every week. The nourishment piece is hilarious because it is the perfect it is the perfect description um, of how football works. It's yep. with effort, with rewarded effort. Uh, come success. And I think Sean hit the nail on the head. We, we were a little bit aimless in the way that we were going about things. We were working hard but without uh, a discernible um, style and um, method that um, when we were getting scored against and the opposition you know, are just doing what they're trying to do, um, we drop our bundle, we get selfish... We look after ourselves. We don't play as a team, and you end up even further away from what has given us the most success. And right now, the last three weeks, we've looked more like the first ten weeks of last season than we have since. Well, there's the first a, well, 10 well, weeks when you, of you get last that year.
0: reward. When you get the reward, what you also get as a byproduct of that is players don't go into self-preservation mode because mm-hmm. that they they're out in the field seeing things fall apart, yeah. and they're not doing it. I don't think they're doing it necessarily consciously but the attitude then becomes what the fuck do I have to do to save my, save my spot yeah. or what do yeah. I have to do to –
2: And the you moment know. you're thinking like that as a team, you're dead. Yeah. Bit of inside info here.
1: This is from the Bolognese source again. This is from the Bolognese. This is directly from the Bolognese source who had a chat with a very important player in our side. I'm talking about top six player in our side. Adam Chera. I'm not, no, I'm not going to confirm more than I who. Just
0: wink at me if I get it right.
1: And Weidering. there was a reluctance for the players to kind of take ownership that something was wrong. Yep. And – What are you was,
0: saying? As in they felt, it, they felt it but they didn't want to actually verbalise it?
1: I don't know in the full context but what it was, he, it was said to my mate that it it was – we weren't willing to admit our part in something's not right. Like it was like, okay, no, it didn't work, but you know, we're still happy to go about it. Happy to go. It wasn't until about four weeks ago that they have that as a playing group, they got together and said, no, things need to change. Even from a player's perspective, even if you think you're doing the right thing, everything's going to be put back in the basket. And we have to so start I'm fascinated
0: again. by the context in which is it a, is it them saying we what we're being asked to do we actually need to we need to have the conversation with our coaches that this isn't working
1: yeah that was that's the thing it was okay. like okay this is what we're doing okay we're gonna keep doing it we're gonna keep doing it I I, I feel like I'm doing my role yeah regardless of whether I think it's it's suiting me suiting the team and apparently a month ago that very raw conversation was had.
0: There was a funny moment um, in the making of the first Star Wars where uh, they were casting all the bits and pieces and um, I don't know if Anthony Daniels, who would eventually end up playing C-3PO and voicing him, was doing something in a camera test or a screen test for someone and um, they were looking for voices, you know, for Darth Vader, for C-3PO, for all these characters and um, they went through a whole bunch of people, came in an audition, and nothing was quite right and Anthony Daniels was sort of maybe doing the temp tracks or something. And he tells the story that this very famous voice actor, he didn't name him, but he, you can surmise that he must have worked on a Hanna-Barbera or he must have been working on something, you know, very well known in the industry. And apparently at one point he turned to George Lucas and just goes, you know, Tony sounds pretty good. I think, why don't you just use Tony. And it just took that conversation. This guy just goes, he's, I think he's pretty good for the role. It I mean, changes his life. But from what, guess, from what I've heard, I think he sounds pretty good, George. Why don't you just use Tony? You're auditioning dozens and dozens and dozens of people and it just takes that What finally belatedly somebody who's probably thought that already to finally have that conversation and go, I may mean, I think we've just got to – this isn't working, is it? Mm. Like we've actually got to
1: – Which then may lead to
2: Voss going, okay
1: – all right.
2: It's a collaborative approach. It's not just... How you get there, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, my, And my only lament with the way that we're going at the moment, and and I might be jumping ahead with a couple of things. You know, we, we've we seen us fall over at the very, very end of the season where we needed to win one of our last two against very good sides.
0: One of our last four.
2: No, no, but, but by that stage, once you got to the last two, <laughs> you had to win one. And, and we've played two great games where... We we had the result on our hmm. in our hands, and we let it slip. Like because we didn't play well against Adelaide, we didn't play well against Brisbane, but
1: but they it, were no less important no, than no, the no, two I, games that we were no,
2: absolutely. But in but the two games where we played our best brand of footy and 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 our football deserved the result, it didn't happen, and that was sad because the sum of our season was good enough that we should have been playing finals. We've shit the bed this year, and it's going to take us to be almost perfect to be able to get our way in. And it just sort of feels like I feel like we'll get close and just miss. But I don't trust us to win the games that we should win on on the journey. Let alone trying to pinch a a Port Adelaide, a Collingwood, or a Melbourne again. But I, I. But but I feel now like we're playing the football that we've said. That's Carlton. So if the That should be th- our identity. Correct. If and that's going the be only thing we get out of be- the season is is that's what we yeah. do and that's how we train and that's what we hit everybody with next year. Let's don't get cute. Let's don't try and play slow and be, you know, don't don't try and reinvent the wheel. That's us. And stick fat with us the whole way through and be able to look yourselves in the eyes and one another saying with effort, controlled effort, we're 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 in any game we're going to play.
0: We found ourselves, Timbo, quickly, Fab.
2: I was going to say
1: this week it's it's a, it's an elimination final. It oh, is. A what final? An elimination <laughs> final. Did I? I, an, oh, I was bit, final. <laughs> an elimination final. <laughs> elimination final.
2: Look, it's a little it, nation. It, it is, and listen. I mean, this we month, we this we will play our part. Straight. We
1: will bring we will bring the atmosphere. We will bring the the, the noise effectively yeah. to. Spur on the boys We beat Port
2: If we start well against Port And give ourselves a chance And the crowd gets involved Look out
1: Now I've had a look at Port I love watching Port So do I It's all It's kind of like that High powered High energy thing But you look at it, They don't really You look at all the. Every time they play You look at their stats They don't Really control the ball they don't, They've got less possession Less contested possession Than all their opposition They're ranked 18th Not yet I'm the scat man we, we're the opposite. We control the football a lot of the time, right? How we move it all the time isn't great. However, it's going to be too contrasting. They actually don't have a lot of the ball. It's like the old saying: fast and efficient. Exactly. Styles make fights. So it's not. It's not like we're not going to have the opportunity to have a crack at them.
2: That's right. And, and, and if we can defend well enough, and, if there's and in one, spite of their speed, if we can get the ball off them, we're, we give ourselves a chance. Tell me
1: if you want to hit, let me tackle this after. The one thing that they have worse than us is a ruck call. Their yeah. ruck is decimated. What do you mean decimated? Decimated is us playing Lewis Young and j for the last two weeks, which
2: – And they're playing what Finlayson and – Who's the other one at the moment?
0: Junior (laughs) Rioli. He's Um, not playing this week. So, look, just in closing on that one, for much of 2023, we were playing a style of football which isolated lines from one another it isolated players from teammates. We didn't attack as a team. We didn't defend as a team. And we asked individuals to be superhuman. So we've always been better than that. And that was
2: just to compete.
0: That's it. We've always been better than that. We should want to be better for that. In the last couple of weeks, we have been better than that.
1: One tiny, tiny, tiny thing, and I want to know if you two guys have picked this up or it's just me making crap up, but when the opposition do get out and they do break a line and it's, you know, the handball, we seem more composed to, okay, wait, allow my team to come back, get into space. You have to delay. Whereas I felt, especially when we were going through that trot, as soon as they were out... Player one comes, ball goes over the top to his man. The next player comes up. Everyone just came up, and we effectively gave goals at the back. Yeah. Now, apart from the Amos one, which they should have capitalised on, but he spent it before he had it. Yep, yep. I thought we controlled the last couple of weeks. We've controlled that scenario very well. We've corralled, and occasionally, yeah, you corral. They get out, but that that looked like
2: the only way they were going to score. I mean, the, the free kick that Luke Jackson got for the, and he did get hit in the back of the head. But they called it a push in the back. So they what it a, a
1: push in the back. It's a free kick. We just didn't know how to pay it.
2: Yeah, well, and in the Indy gun, that's not a push in the back. Front on contact. So It was from behind. I said he got, hit him in the back of the head. must have been a different free kick. Yeah.
0: So moving on, next heading, next segment here we've got is then and now ball movement and mentality. So we, we kind of spoke about it earlier, but for the last – up until the last three matches, four weeks, you know, for the eight weeks before that, like our boys, were, we were, as fan bases as well, we were dieting out on like – what's that sign um, Simpsons with it? Krusty Brand Imitation Gruel. Yeah, that's and right. And they went to Camp Krusty. It was like nourishing gruel. It's just there's nothing to it. There was nothing that would sate your appetite, that would reward your efforts. There was nothing about it that made you want to actually go and engage and watch the team play because they were playing so poorly, such a bad style of football. I better not hear anybody suggest that the football we've been playing in the last month is even vaguely similar to that which brought our season undone. I just don't want to hear it. We've abandoned the rubbish that we played from round one to 14 or whatever it was.
2: It bears zero resemblance. Um,
0: And we've actually, in fairness, we've got a decent run of games with which to roll out a more proactive, positive attacking brand of football Um, because if you are prepared to play that way against bottom six teams... I mean, when are you going to be? When will you? Yeah. How, um, How
1: has my boy been in the last month? Who's your boy? Blakers. Well, you've labelled him my boy.
0: Um, again, I thought, like yesterday, I thought he was, he was all right. I th- he, I- he
2: had some very good moments where he was running and positioning mm-hmm. and working and a, and a bigger body mm. was working really well for him. His skills and his execution weren't... Stellar, leave a bit to be desired. Yeah, but wasn't yeah I stellar. thought
0: on the whole, I thought he broke even yesterday. He was he was a contributor,
2: and, and you could tell he was a guy that was playing against his old team because he could the effort and the want to be able to impose himself on the game was there. Yeah, you know, there was physical one on ones, and and he was he was doing really well, which I loved. Yep. He I, helps at the time. I think
0: Fab. It's pretty obvious we're just playing a much better brand of football for our group.
2: Yep, and he is one that absolutely benefits from it. Well said, Fab. Spacing.
1: I'm t- we're, the way we were playing before, which was down the line, contested, 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 well, he's just another number in the mix and in congestion, he's not great. And then when he gets the ball, he's rushed. He's already nervous that he can't kick it for shit. Yeah. Whereas he's a terrific when, when, target. when we're moving, mm. he can space, which yeah. either he gets it or he creates channels for other people to run into,
2: lead to. So We love kicking it to Acres, to Cripps, to Kennedy. Because, they can mark it. Be, Correct. Because they're physical enough, they can mm. win all one-on-one know, if, if it ends up in really, a contest.
0: Only one of them is actually a reliable kick.
2: No, but they're Kennedy. a reliable target. No, I understand that. To be to win that, that win once that they get one. the ball, agree. they have what, to get rid of it. What happens next? I agree. But then that's where that needs to be the run do, to assist. Do you know
1: when you know Paddy Cripps has got his confidence back?
2: When he's running and changing directions. When he, he, thi- when
1: he thinks... He yeah. can run through walls again, and, which hooks. I don't like. It's like, mate, just you know, just calm it down a little bit where he just thinks, ah, oh, yeah, I'll take him on. No. no I think
0: um, ultimately we've also found a much, much better balance between attack and defense. Um, and the focus is seemingly skewed more offensively. Yes. Whereas earlier Timbo it was incredibly dour and yeah. hard to watch because we were too
2: defensive. And and the bottom line is we've we've long said you've got to be you've got to be risky enough to be able to take the game on, and if in doing it you concede a goal, that's okay. It's If you concede five in a row, okay, well maybe we've got to get the balance right. But you've got to be prepared to risk it, to to put your stamp on the game and to be able to have your style what carry sway.
0: Is it... Uh, well Teague would have been the coach because Vossi was in the opposition box. At what point did they reckon against Port Adelaide over at uh, Adelaide Oval? Was it 19 <laughs> goals in a row? Yeah. What was it 19?
1: Was, I thought it was 17.
0: At what point was that? A, you know, did we yeah, think It was
2: 19 because I wanted to play the Paul Hardcastle song 19 I was, after that game.
0: I, I desperately wanted us – not once it got to 12, 13, 14, I, wanted, uh, I, I sort of wanted it to end to max out at was 17 the so we could do the, the – the, the, It's not the greatest but it's one of the greatest sports quotes of all time. Because nobody, nobody beats Fetus Gerolaitis 17 times in a row. <laughs> he was talking about Jimmy Collins. Jimmy Collins, <laughs> And he finally beat him on the set. He goes, nobody, but nobody. So they could have got to 16. If they kicked 16, we could have done the old nobody. kicks 17 goals in a
1: row. Wow, wow, Um, Was that the game in which the tweet was sent?
0: Nope, that was against uh, Kangaroos. Okay. Yeah. Where we turned up and were just abysmal. We were. Um. What were we talking about? Are we about? still banned?
2: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, you were talking about the balance between offence and defence. Yeah, and, which has and, just been and, better. And we're now more offensive than we were before. It
0: has this been better, hasn't it? Like we've employed It's a, great to watch. We've actually employed an attacking brand of defence as well, which suits Saad, McGovern and Wietering.
2: Absolutely. To and, be proactive. And, and Kemp. Kemp loves it as well. Mm. Uh,
0: he takes the game on. He does, but he has to get the ball first. But the other two are generally – the other three, sorry, are, are – Not since
1: Hendo, have we seen a bloke love a balk? Loves the balk.
0: I put out the tweet. Must have had a poster of David Campese on his wall. No, that's
1: right. He did too. He loves the goose step. The goose yeah. step.
0: I like it how like David Campese would do the goose step. It's like everyone knows what's happening.
2: Yeah.
0: Everyone knows what you're going to do. And it would work maybe once every fucking ten times.
2: There's one try that um, I think Tim, it was either Tim Horan scored it or Michael Liner. And Campese ran, ran towards the line and he had like three defenders come towards, it, towards him. And he just threw it directly over his shoulder and he only he created a foot of space by doing it. And the guy's just taken it and just Campese gets swallowed up by three and this guy just gets it off his hip, off the shoulder, straight through. Try. As, is, and you yeah. just gonna it was just sheer genius. But it was the old everyone was so mesmerised by Campese, the, the little
0: the little hip feint.
2: Yeah, because the they always the they knew drop he of the was shoulder. The, they knew he was the best player in the world. Mm. And they were so in awe and enamoured with what they were doing. It was almost sort of like they just watch him and it's sort of like there are other players around him and as, as good as he can score, he could bring other people into it. I've He's never been as a well. massive
1: Union fan. No. You've got to but the one the one bloke who in his prime... Or Joan, his, Jonah. Jonah. Jonah was, do I go left or go... No, no I just I'll, go, I'll over. go over you. He was <laughs> the
0: Mike Tyson of uh, rugby was. union.
1: He, he was had it's, that little uh, tuft of hair.
0: Is rugby? Uh, it's, it's and this goes for league as well. But like you always feel bad for so the guy that scores the try, not always, and more so than soccer, is the guy that's usually done the least
2: amount of work. Yeah, he's the finisher.
0: No, but like in every sense of the word. Well, it'd
2: be a string of eleven passes, and, someone else. and the eleventh 11. pass gets around the whole team. And the last just four,
0: the in. last four blokes to touch the ball have all got cracked ribs, yeah, broken sternums, because yeah, they an, draw on the a heap on the ground, and then you've got old mate Dane Gagai <laughs> wheeling away in celebration <laughs> for being the last guy he's standing. He's basically standing in the fucking pie stand waiting for the ball, and you're just like, it's just there's there's no justice. Surely that – maybe it is. Maybe the try assist or the last hands is a stat and it means something. But it feels like I'm going to do all the heavy lifting and I'm going to do everything and we're going to score because usually we've all drawn someone, drawn someone, and you've just been holding out.
2: (laughs) You've got no one to beat but the line. No one to beat at all. (laughs) Um, And and as you say, the commentators will focus on the guy that's done the score, but you can imagine in their sport when they break it down, they'll go – Oh, oh, mate, you did a really good job there. It's a mm. shame you now know, no longer have a collarbone. <laughs> but then again, that <laughs> ain't, We're that hoping ain't... that
0: you may, with some remedial therapy and lots of sessions, speak again. you <laughs> might be able to walk again. <laughs> but when you
1: listen to them talk, it's the guys in the halves
2: and stuff that get revered. Mm. It's not your blokes who are...
0: What What position did old mate Stephen Larkham play? He was a covered up like the mummy.
2: I, I want to say he was fly half, but I think uh, I've just made I that said, up, so I, I flat out don't know. I don't know his position either, but...
1: One thing I did say last week, we are having a discussion on what was the game. It was the Houston after the siren goal. Now, I don't understand in rugby how there is not more balking given that Aussie rules, especially when you're going to kick, right? whether it be league or in union.
0: They follow the ball.
1: It's like, mate, balk. You, you, Aussie rules should show you, oh, nah, the w. dummy, right? Never gets used. Kick on the siren. Why aren't we... Lifting a bloke by his shorts. I don't rug- think
0: you can because wasn't there a rumour, legendary rumour that we were going to do it with Matty Lappin? We were going to like lift him up like at a line out or something under Parco. <laughs> that was like this thing with that and apparently there was some oh, – There's be completely a rule against wrong,
2: it. Steve Larkin played five half.
0: <laughs> but there was something about we couldn't have um, Matty Allen lift him up on the goal line so now Matty Lappin's 10 feet in the air.
1: But you need more than just Matty Allen. You need two players doing it. But I want to know what rule that is. Well, there is a
2: rule that says you can only have one person on the mark. No, no, no. So if you're on the goal line. Yeah, goal line is different. I mean, Dane Dane Rampy famously tried to climb the post and should have had a 50 metre penalty. One hand on the
1: shorts, the other hand on the buttock, on the cheek. And there's another bloke on the other side. And they just
0: slip a digit up there if you're feeling.
1: You get thrown up. Toro's style. Yeah. You know, that's nowhere to be. It's on no streaming service. It's probably got some
0: really muddled, like, ownership all history. The, all
1: the shit, like, sequels are available. If you haven't picked up, we're, we're talking about Bring It On.
0: Old mate Sparky Palastri.
1: <laughs> Spirit, <laughs> Spirit Fingers. Spirit Fingers.
0: Good movie. I almost had that in the pod, but to, to, I, it was an, uh, an honourable mention in the end that just missed out. Bring It On. It's a genuinely good movie. Yeah. I like it. Yeah.
2: You can't. Can't um, watch. That, that, Pity, that, you can't watch it anyway. There are a lot of school... School movies. There are. I mean, I, there though, was so.
0: some that I left out, but obviously I couldn't record forever. Um, you but, tried, <laughs> but part of, uh, well, part of the half the episodes, the songs.
2: No, no, but it
0: is. part of what that defense was able to do really pleasingly as well was funnel them wide, which then meant that their ball entry was more predictable. We can kind of forecast where it's going. We can protect the dangerous part of the ground. Better organised behind the ball. Better organised at the ball. Means it is harder to score against. Correct. Yep, which is and, excellent.
2: And, and, and without a discernible structure in their forward line. Like that, that Jai Amis is going to be a really good football player, but he is—he might need a run up, Timbo. He's got a thirty-meter kick in him. Yeah, well, he, he's a medium-sized, skinny player. How you—it's very hard for a player like that to genuinely impact. Like Jack Gunston did it for a while, but although he was like he—he he just had smarts and guile and finish.
1: Can you be a prolific goal kicker when your surname
2: is? A miss. A miss. Yeah, something is a miss. Um, um and, and as we sort of said, Michael Walters does try and do Michael Walters things on occasions. You know what the Freo they,
0: dockers need to stop doing? And Walters is one of the chief play for free kicks. Play for free kicks. Playing
2: Euro
1: Trance after the Blues have a win rather than our theme song. Did hear that? I did
0: like that. <laughs> that we could pursue that full time. But no, that they this is obviously being coached is to win a free kick. Yeah. Their first instinct when a tackle comes, is how do I win a free kick?
2: Yeah. Which I think it's a beautiful thing that football is pivoting. Like last year, everyone woke up to Ginevan. And then yeah. in the end, Ginnivan actually, you actually know, got smashed a couple of times and they should have been free kicks. And yeah, they, they were genuinely and, and, yeah. and they actually weren't given.
0: <laughs> I like that a couple of boys took a free swing. Yeah, well, they, they
2: could have said, there's every chance that I'm going to get away with this. And even if I don't, we'll just say, well, but he, because, he because, But it do.
1: wasn't the ducking that got him in. It was the fact that he came out... Cockily in an interview and said, "Yeah, oh, well, I've shown the
2: boys around the club how to do it. How to do it? Well,
1: you take, back. boy, you cried yeah. wolf
2: because there was one one where uh, Errol Gordon got, uh, got. Is he got Turkish? Errol Gordon getting told that Errol Goulden is Turkish. It doesn't look Turkish. Well, he's from Sydney, so that's a start. Apparently, it's a very Turkish name. Er- Errol. Errol." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, does that uh, alarm mean you're leaving us, Tim It Davis? does. It does, unfortunately. I have places where I need to be. Yeah, so, we'll uh, do
0: your exit early, Tim Davis. Well, lucky Thank you and I
1: had a chat about this, so you know what I'm going to bring to Sean.
2: I do, I do. And well, actually, well. I'm looking forward to listening to it.
1: It's either going to come out really good and I'm going to execute it well and Sean's going to we're going to feed off each other, or Sean's going to go, Yeah, we'll, we'll and, move and, on now and, uh, and and play the sound bites all the way through me trying to
2: get it out.
0: So, you got to give it to us, Timbo? Always That's a pleasure, always a Sean. Pleasure. Goodbye, Timbo. Timbo's got to go. I and- did
2: actually say, I really hope, like very, very late in last episode, I said, um, Let's murder Fremantle. And I didn't think we'd do to them what we did do, but I did enjoy it. And can I just say one last thing? I did We've make been the
1: told off in the past for using violence on the podcast. No, 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 I know. When we say murder, more like a, self, a I, Sophie Ellis Bexter style.
2: I have to go. But quarter time, when we were four goals two, I did make the comment saying that could be a winning score. Very, very tongue in cheek. And it took them until about the eight minute mark of the final quarter to actually go past it. So oh. that actually gave me a little bit of, uh, I was actually quite chuffed with myself that, uh, although I was being a bit of a smart ass, I thought this team really might battle to score. Is this the antics away. of a man who needs to leave urgently? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> Always a pleasure. Be gonna, well, everyone.
0: He's going to go. Oh, just one more thing. Just one more thing. He's left. He's got the headphones off. Goodbye, Tim. Um, goodbye. Uh, what else have we got here for you, Fabagadoush? Tim's just making his way out. I was going
1: say, Tim's, the door's to Tim's he, left. and He's getting he went further to the right.
0: away from the door. Um, I think the standout thing for me, Fab, we mentioned D1 and D2, which has been great. I um, but it's actually how we've been prepared to move the ball. We move it earlier, we move it quicker, we move it straighter. And once you have control on the scoreboard, once you have... <laughs> noise. You
1: could not be... Do you want to uh, hand us that? Timbo?
0: Mm, There's a box of favourites, Truce. Have a great podcast. That's from George. No, George, there is a Truce. That's, that's lovely of you. Um what was I saying about something? Control. Once you've got control on the scoreboard. So we've played quick, we've played fast, we've moved the ball, all that. Once the scoreboard is in your favour, you have control of the game, then you can start playing with tempo. Yep. Then you can start being frustrating, holding the ball, shortening the quarter, slowing the game down, making them frustrated. So that Dragging
1: them out of positions but, they don't want to be dragged out of. And
0: then when they get yep. the ball, they feel like, we've got to go. Yep. Because you've played the game slowly. Yep. So. I thought that's been a real positive the last couple of weeks. And
1: that only re- it absolutely has. And the only reason it comes about is because we get score on the board early in the game. Huh. Absolutely. And, got, you know, and you know, God forbid we take our chances every now and then.
0: I agree for Baganesh. I agree. Oh, it's a 90s banger.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the, rednecks. the Rednecks. The Rednecks. Swedish. With an X. With an X. Cotton
0: Eye, Cotton Eye Joe. Not like had, banjos and had uh, had like no violins.
1: Right, had no right to be a hit. But it was. <laughs> and it was, it was. a huge hit. Yeah.
0: I, can, I can understand it. It's fun. Even if you hate yourself for liking it.
1: It's like the Macarena. Oh, I hate the Macarena. No, you dance to it at every party. At every party. Not push city limits. Oh, I can't believe that still gets... Shout out to uh, Tina Turner. Dead,
0: dead. Uh, people don't understand, and it did the rounds. Obviously, after uh, I love
1: it. If someone is listening to this podcast for the first time, go. That's a bit harsh. That's how we pay tribute it's to pay those tribute who to the, have, to uh, the departed. That's right. um,
0: no, someone put a thing on Twitter. Obviously, when Tina passed, and it's it was trying to explain to people who would otherwise not know, like the Nutbush would be sung and performed after our national anthem. At primary schools all over the country, inexplicably.
1: I don't know what
0: was happening. I don't know if this was like a a teachers' union wide joke.
1: (laughs) It must have been Did It wasn't played at my school.
0: We we did it. We used to have to, we would do like a school assembly and we would then, like, not, I don't know if everyone would do it, but like you'd do the fucking Nutbush for some reason.
1: Nutbush for me is every wedding I went to in the 80s, 90s, and even I reckon early in the 2000s. The Nutbush. And the bus stop, and that's when like even the women who didn't want to get on the dance floor hit the dance and floor. Was like, oh and it was just it was a dance floor full of children and women, and this is when the men went, yeah, no, nah, not nah, not doing no, no, this, no, 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 not doing that.
0: So I just found it odd that we would, you know, you'd sing the national anthem and you'd, you'd pay respect to the flag and all that, and then we'd listen to a bit of Tina Turner and perform the Nutbush. At St. Clair's in Tomstown, we
1: didn't sing the national anthem at all. Would you sing the Italian Nothing.
0: National Anthem? Nothing.
1: Nothing. We don't, I don't remember us singing anything at full school assemblies. Pavarotti? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you assuming that everyone there was Italian? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. A um, so L- large majority were. So,
0: I, so Cotton Eye Joe, they're a long overdue fusion of country and dance. Um, and I think it's actually like an old American folk song. Like it's legitimately like from the 1800s or something.
1: I was looking. You reckon Cotton Eye Joe is an actual song?
0: Yeah, Cotton Eye Joe is legitimately like an old folk song, and they've somehow this Swedish dance band have happened across it and turned it into a worldwide mega hit.
1: I went down a rabbit hole against you, you'd appreciate this. I went down a rabbit hole last week. I don't know. I looked up Alice DJ and then went down a rabbit hole of like what she looked like. They are a group, but there was a main girl. I don't know. Just went down that rabbit hole. She's uh what? What did you find? She was quite attractive back in the day. Mm. No longer.
0: Well, time does that to all of us. Yes. Um, We're going to move on to our next segment here, the pieces and the puzzle. So part of this reset, as we've touched on above, has been how we've deployed our personnel and sort of empowered them, the roles we've given to them. And in hindsight and in the moment, to be fair, I think that it really looks – now it looks like we've massively overthought who we are, what we're about, how we want to play all over the preseason. Yeah, And we spoke about getting that recipe wrong or this idea for what we want to look like, just getting it completely wrong.
1: And it takes some bravery to go, throw it out. Mm. Throw it out because it was a dramatic overcorrection defensively. And it, it stagnated the one part of our game that we should be making teams absolutely fear us in, which is our forward... The two big pillars up forward.
0: Footy, it's a very simple game, isn't it?
1: And if it, Do you find it funny that whilst Harry, in the last couple of weeks, everyone's lauding his effort, his pressure, his tackling, he's moving fantastically, he's still having the same kicking problems, Sean. He was better yet, yesterday. Yeah, that snap was horrific.
0: No, but he's actually yeah,
1: drop no, no, but drop were, I'm saying, but the, the snap isn't fixed, yet we're not focusing...
0: Well, because he's kicking it. more actual goals, which is good. But I think that footy is oftentimes far more simple than the coaches like to make it. You know, you've got coaches now for, again, people, you know, a bit of perspective. So, coaches have been professional for thirty something years. Yep. Well, for ninety years before that, they were semi-professional. So we're still we're in, people. This is a bit of perspective. The game's been going at the AFL VFL level for one hundred and twenty years only a quarter of that time has been spent in a really professional environment, maybe you're just overthinking it. You're spending too much time thinking about it. Mm. You're not doing something else to distract you from it so therefore you're, you're getting too wrapped up in why don't we do A, B and C when it's like, no.
1: Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid.
0: That's, that's 100%. And for me, footy is always and will always be about identifying who are your best players, what do they do well, and then how do you maximize that? Yep. How do you support that? These last few weeks, we've maximized the impact of Walsh, Cripps, Chera, yep. Wietering, Saad, Harry, Charlie. Jack Martin's been able to come back in and actually put some solid form together. We've actually maximized the weapons of our most dangerous, most talented players.
1: Yep. One hundred percent. It's, but that should be, and you, you touched it just then. It, that has to be, the primary focus of a coaching group. The Chicago Bulls weren't training the triangle and having the it's the next man up theory. It's like, no, we're going to play the triangle, but we're going to do it so that Michael Jordan, in that moment when it's required, is ready to go.
0: Because if you take Jordan out...
1: Well, they took Jordan out. It didn't work.
0: No, but but if you take Jordan out, going, we're going to train this and play this way, Hmm. because if he's not here... We don't win.
1: Yeah. But you don't ignore your best attributes. You've got to make sure you are set up to capitalise on their strengths.
0: That's what frustrates me when some teams look at it and they go, okay, the holes, let's say hypothetically Team A, the hole in our list is we need a better small defender. You go, yeah, yeah. okay, we need a better wingman. Yep. You go, yeah, sure, okay. Well, I thought
1: Boyd did a really good no, job on what, Schultz. Yesterday. I'm not even using us in his example,
0: yeah. but just Team A. And you go, And then what they go out and do is Rob Peter to pay Paul by playing someone who might be able to do the small defender role, but he's actually better off at a halfback flag. Hmm. So you're going to go back and play. Now you've got a problem at the halfback flag.
1: Shout out to Heath Scotland and Bryce Gibbs who spent a two, two too large a portion of their careers sacrificing their games as quality midfielders to play off halfback. Now, later in their career, Scotto in the last phase of his career, I was happy for him to be cross-half-back. When what we should have done – Bryce Gibbs should never have been there.
0: But this is right. What we should have done was deployed them in the midfield and targeted a
1: half-back. Yeah. Or just develop someone or give someone else a, a go.
0: I agree. And then the flow-on effect of that, Fab, is that you've got your role players, your supporting players, helping out those stars, players you trust and embolden – I'll use the word again – to contribute and do their jobs. So we don't have a premiership-winning list. No. But we weren't using what we did have well enough.
1: Absolutely not. But we've got a, a list that is not 15th.
0: No, and that's and that's the frustrating when we reach.
1: It's not even close to 15th. When we
0: reached what looked like hopefully being rock mm. bottom a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And you're like, we're in the bottom four.
1: Like it, we're, we're in the we, bottom we four. We should have got to the point where we identify, clearly identify this all works and this is what we need to become that premiership site rather than – this whole thing looks shit.
0: But we got to the point where it was like, "Jeez, this all looks shit." Yeah, that's sort of o- this. That's sort of okay. And
1: everybody knew it. There's yes. that, that whole thing that people are going, "Oh, did you?" Just, just got to get our execution right. Yeah, oh, they're just no good. No, 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 no. People know what we're capable of. We know what we're capable capable of. And we weren't what we were for seven weeks. Now I don't want to get ahead of myself because this is this is the game. It's a big game, good test. If I hate getting ahead of myself, like I, I'm happy always to talk about the game that's upcoming. But you can pencil in the West Coast game, all right? They're not dropping it. Uh, they're not surprising anybody away from home this season. It's just not happening. They might pinch a game at Optus against somebody I don't know who they got in the run in. They're not winning away from home. They're horrifically bad. So if we can get a result this week, hitting Collingwood with a five-game winning streak and some genuine, genuine form, I give us every chance.
0: But then you know else it does? It makes the other teams a bit nervous, like we got a bit nervous last year. Absolutely. Where you're looking over your shoulder a bit going...
1: We can't drop it.
0: It's a classic. How, that All-time great. And once again, Man United. So sorry to anyone who listens and hates when we mention that. The great moment where Manchester United end up scraping the last uh, 99, group, 98, 99 group stages and they draw against Bayern and there's the confusion because only the six group winners went through and the two best place runners-up. And Gary Neville's speaking post-game and it's been confirmed. You're both through. Bayern and United, you're both through. And Neville goes to the, the commentator, the interviewer, goes... He's looking at a screen and he looks up and goes, did Juventus qualify? And the commentator goes, "Like nods and he goes, oh.
1: Because that was the stumbling block for so but, many years. But
0: he just went, because oh, they were in the same boat United were, they might not make it through.
1: What a group. And people look at the Champions League now and you'll get FC Basel popping up and you generally got two good teams and two average teams and it's pretty balanced. The 98-99 season, our group was by Munich, us who were the finalists, Barcelona, and Brombu, Bromby, however you want to say it. Okay, they got spanked by everybody in the group. But mate, that three and as you said, top goes through, and the other one had to hope that they did enough. And those group games, because sometimes I find that at the current Champions League setup, the group games can be a bit boring.
0: You're waiting for the quarterfinals.
1: These group games were some of the best games in the tournament.
0: Barcelona two three alls with Barcelona a two two all and a one all against Bayern. But
1: you had the Rivaldo scissor, you had the David Beckham free kick. I don't know what the fuck we were wearing away kits at Old Trafford for. Yeah, there was some issue. I think Barcelona mustn't have packed.
0: You had the great like the the, um, Beckham's cross to Dwight York, yeah, and just electrifying start and
1: the Andy Cole goal. The 1-2 with Dwight your Oh, in the, the
0: semi. The, the, oh, no, the... the no, no, the... The camp, the, the, yeah.
1: What do you call it? The, when you just let it go through your legs? I'm, yeah, the I'm dummy. A blank. Yeah, the dummy. Brilliant. That's when you just turn Yeah, around. the Bromby the games were a bit boring. We smashed them, I think, 8-2 or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think it was 6-0 and 5-1 or something, <laughs> yeah, or 6-1 and 5-0. But no, and then... But we've spoken about this in the past. They're never going to do it with the World Cup because there's too many teams and you can't really do it. We've spoken about this, Fab and I... With the Euros. So, up until maybe 08, I reckon, the Euros were 16 teams. Yep. And it was. There's
1: no round of 16. The whole tournament is 16 but it was, teams. But it was
0: like the cream of the crop. There's 16 teams straight into a quarterfinal, semi final. They should go to 18 teams, have three groups of six, expand the group stage. Yeah. So you have five group stage games. That way, every single country plays five matches. You're seeing
1: Italy five times, You're Spain five, five times, times, England five times. You're not and seeing.
0: You know what else that does? That means, and if you do it at a World Cup with you have more teams but more groups, and you did fewer groups, sorry, you know that Australia are playing five games. Yeah. You know what that does to the rights in Australia? Yeah,
3: it, goes you know it does way. to
0: the rights in Brazil. You know what it does to the rights in America? You've got, you've got a guaranteed five games. Mm. And then that way, if it's 18, for instance, you'd have three groups and you'd have the top two in the three groups go through and then the two lucky losers yeah. in third place. And go you can
1: through. draw the first game, and it's, it's not what? the end of the world.
0: That's right. And you're actually saying because everyone loves the fucking group stage is amazing. Mm. Everyone loves the group stage, so that's the part of the everyone
1: that- loves the. There's so many games on. Yeah. It. It's like it's like like we all love the World Cup when you know, the the good semi-finals, the good quarter-finals. But then you start to hit. It's it's kind of like the second week of finals AFL finals. It's kind of like. You've gone from nine. Like you're games so a week. excited about football, and this is the best part of the year. But there's, oh, there's two games. Yeah, well, in three two weeks, games this week,
0: you've gone from nine games to four games to two, two games. That's it.
1: And you're like, oh. and that's and that's like the world cup. I've gone from having three games a day to having one every three days. It's like no, nah, this is. It's, I just it's, reckon it's a. This is a disappointment.
0: I, I just reckon they could. If, for me, they've got it backwards in expanding the number of participants because you get the you get the you get the net. The net result, or what they want, is more matches. Mm. So don't expand the participants. Expand the group sizes. Yep. Drop the number of groups, and then you've got, like I said, you've got to imagine going. Well, you're guaranteed, yep. guaranteed to see and England, the, Spain, the, the Germany, result, Brazil.
1: The net result, revenue-wise, is far greater.
0: Even if they went to t- groups of five, they had a, had one more. Yep. So you're all playing four games. Yeah, it's an extra game. It's an extra game across how many groups? It's you go. You're getting. The net result is you're getting the teams you actually want to see play
1: more games. Are you across the NBA Cup? I've got no idea what that is. So, in-season is an FA Cup-style knockout tournament. What, in the NBA? So, but the group stage, the group stage, so you'll be
0: in like your paired con- in
1: groups based on your previous year's results, based on the standings. So, is this a new thing for next year? Next year, yeah. And... So out of the 82 games, the Tuesday and Friday games are NBA Cup games yeah they're counted on the regular season um, ladder. however, there's there'll be separate ladders, so those Tuesday and Friday games are NBA Cup games oh, yeah. and then winners of each group will then go into a knockout tournament that will be the final will be like in the last week of December or the last week before Christmas or something oh, yeah I don't mind that. An 82-game season is long and interest can wane when there's something else. It's not going to ever overtake winning the title, but... Well, what you're doing
0: is you're giving... And this is why it sounds silly, but when they pissed off the Ansett Cup, the Wizard Cup, whatever... Yeah, I liked it. Like, you sort of went, yeah, you're winning something. No one's getting carried away about winning the preseason cup. You yeah. know, like, it's sort of nice. Like, you can only win two things. Mm-hmm. We all know which is the priority. It was
1: nice to go to Waverley and it was some hot weather.
0: True. And the other thing is maybe make more of a song and dance about winning the minor premiership. Maybe make more of a – you've won the minor premiership and yep. you get something – you used to have the McClellan Shield, obviously, for the composite, wasn't it, for your reserves, your seniors and all that kind of stuff. But actually say you've won the minor premiership, here's mm. the Malcolm Blight
1: – Shield. what do we want to call it? The equivalent of the A-League toilet seat.
0: No, the toilet seat's the premiership. The championship is the, the shield. The shield, but yeah, whatever. Just say here you won. Here's a trophy for you. You go because fucking finishing fin- finishing the home and away season first is a great effort. Absolutely. So here's that's, that's, a, little that's, that's trophy. a result of twenty
1: three weeks.
0: Here's a little trophy for you to go. We finished top. We yep. all know that it means nothing, out against the Premiership. Yeah, but. I think it's nice. recognition. It is nice. Yeah. Um, we're going to move on now. We've obviously spoke about the role players and they're doing their bit. The senior players are doing their bit, which is fantastic. And as we move on now to the next part of the show, we're going to take it. Oh, it's another 90s banger fab.
3: Oh.
0: Let the melancholy. The
3: while. It's something but in the end
0: right. Had a mortgage on high school
1: graduations this song. I was going to say. Takes you. To two places Seinfeld Seinfeld and High School I actually um, Do you know what I like about The best part of this song Is the cough Yeah At the start yeah, like When he fucks through, up Yeah <clears throat> And he's like I think he actually says The F-bomb Is a fuck Yeah He um, just tries to get it away twice
0: It's funny you mentioned Seinfeld Because I, when I was sort of Flicking through my list Of what do I have In the can Ready to go should Love we, the drumming should In we Green Day win? songs Um. Yeah, what was the drummer's name? Adam Willard? Not sure. Was he the drummer? Was he the drummer in The Offspring? Do a Google machine. Um,
1: <laughs> Google machine. Wind it? up the Google machine and ask it. I think
0: Adam Willard might have been The Offspring, not Green Day. But um, you mentioned Seinfeld. It was funny when I, when I went through the list and I thought, what songs have I? Trey Cool. Trey, yeah, he's the drummer. Um, Billy...
1: They Billy. recruited Trey Cool.
0: Yeah, Billy's the lead singer. Yep. Who? What's the bass guy? What's the bass player's name?
1: Uh, Green Day. Mike. Hunt. It's like Mike Durnit.
0: Yeah, I've never heard of him. Um, <laughs> but you mentioned Seinfeld. Well,
1: it's it's Durnt. There's, there's It's D-I-R-N-T. Weird. It's like, remember Eddie Krinkovich?
0: I know the or name. Eddie
1: Krinkovich. He, was, he I think he coached Carlton. Jesus. When we were in the NSL. And <laughs> it was Krenkovich or Krenkovich or, or something around those lines. No vowels. But there was no vowels in there. It's so yeah. like, Eddie, you want to buy a vowel?
0: What about uh, how good was that Carlton Soccer Club Parmalat shirt?
1: I've got still got one. How good was it? And it had the little orange collar, tr- little trim. The shorts, the, the, the Nike shorts, because it was like navy blue, white, and with a bit of yellow. I had the you know shorts. They, should, you
0: know, they could do the Carlton shop, if any of you idiots are listening, you could do a hell of a lot worse than revitalising that. I know you're Puma now. You could do a hell of a lot worse than doing a Carlton soccer club retro throwback.
1: Played the grand final in their first season.
0: Played at Optus Oval?
1: Yeah, we played at Optus. Eddie, a Eddie's. K-R-N-C-E-V-I-C. Kren, where is the e, Eddie?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that, I'm going to look. I'm going to look up that Carlton Soccer Club Parmalat shirt.
1: It was phenomenal.
0: Carlton Soccer Club Parmalat. What were Parmalat?
1: Parmalat is a milk. Yeah, thought so.
0: Oh, what a fucking shirt.
1: It's honestly, it was brilliant. It's so good. It's got the, I've got to dig it up.
0: It's got the white collar. It's got the really beautiful navy. But then on the on the on the sleeves, it's got a little bit of the white uh, with a with the yellow trim. It's genuinely, genuinely brilliant. White shorts from memory.
1: Yeah, they were my bathers for years.
0: Obviously, very confident with your um, just in the pool. No,
1: out no, they the got, they had, you know, they've got the you know they got the 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 kind of the jocks inside.
0: Yeah, but you still see the outline.
1: Well. Maybe that was the intention. Well. (laughs) Um, My mate, uh, so Archie played for him. Vince Grella, Mark Bresciano, Simon Colosimo.
0: I remember seeing... um, And the
1: guy who has the hardest kick in Australian football history.
0: (laughs) Um, Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I fucking...
1: I've told you you to ask. What's the name about him? Yeah, Tremors.
0: Um. I can't get Julian Dix out of my head. (laughs) It's not Julian Dix. (laughs) The Terminator. Um, Not Markovsky. Yeah, it's John Markovsky. Yeah, Markovsky.
1: I played indoor soccer against John Markovsky once. He got the ball and all I heard was there were two noises so closely together. One was it leaving his boot and the other one was it hitting the back of the net. It was like... That's all it was. A little
0: tracer bullet. Did you want to get in the way for one of them? When I worked at the club, there was this little storeroom. And it was a classic, like, what's behind this door? And it was just a little, it was a tiny hole-in-the-wall storeroom. Like, almost like, you know when you go to people's houses and they've got the solitary, like, this. I think you've got, like, just the one, it's not the main, like, the main guest toilet. Yeah. And there's not, like, a, a sink and there's not, like, a crazy. It's just a toilet. It's yeah. just a toilet, like yeah. a narrow room. Anyway, it was like that. And there was a bunch of stuff in there, some old memorabilia, some frames and shit. And there was, like, a almost mint Carlton Soccer Club
1: shirt at Melbourne Victory. No, Carlton. Oh, Carlton. oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. And I had I, just for a split. Was it, s- was it in the same room as the uh, the Wizard Cup, the Busted Wizard and Cup, and the Nab Nab? Who cup? wrote their name into the Wizard? Tommy cup? Tommy, Tommy Bell. Tommy
0: Bell in the dust. The the Wizard Cup wok had been smashed. It was it had huge dents in it, and it was using like it was just in the corner of a room on the ground. No, <laughs> that, was, that was a different. That was a larger expansion space. But I remember seeing it, and I remember thinking. That split second, I had this split second of, I could could I steal that? Could I just take that?
1: You could. No one would have cared.
0: And I was like, no, 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 no. And I regret it. I'm going to be brutally honest. I regret it because it was in my size as well.
1: I got you to so ask. So I would have
0: actually been out to wear
1: it. I got you to ask in your days at Melbourne, Victor, I got you to ask Paul Trimboli. You did. About the great. John Markowski. About John Markowski, but about his former teammate, Combutianus, because I, I I labelled Combutianus. I said he doesn't have the profile of David Beckham, but his free kicks were arguably better.
0: I think Trimmers played a relatively straight bat, and he sort of, in his inimitable style, was like, eh. he was like a good free kick taker, but
1: he was a brilliant free kick taker. Like
0: he sort of went, like he was he was good, but. He might have played against um United in the infamous Club World Championship. I know
1: I know that
0: There's a funny story you told one about one of the that.
1: Anastasiadis brothers, whether it be I think it was Dean Anastasiadis, There was like an article written that Dean Anastasiadis was going to play against Man United and his full time job was a he's <laughs> like he was a service station attendant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a great story that uh, Trimmer's told about. What's his brother's
1: name? John. John Anastasiadis.
0: There's a great um, story that Trimmer's told about how they were going, they were going to play in this Club World Cup thing and a huge opportunity for them given you know the quality of teams that were obviously there. United being the best team in the world at the time yeah. and you know brilliant, brilliant. It was a, uh, uh, sort of the first event of its kind and they were going to be the representative of uh, Oceania and um, <laughs> being South Melbourne, being what they were they contravened the FIFA apparel guidelines. Their shirt just looked like the yellow pages. It was like, it was blue. It just had every business that you've ever heard of. And um, FIFA apparently, they, they sent the shirt through for approval and uh, FIFA were like, no, you've, you've only, the guidelines are you could have a sponsor here on the back measuring this and you could have a sponsor on the front measuring this, blah, 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 blah. And um, apparently someone at South Melbourne got this email back and like in typical word, no, 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 we'll sort this out, we'll have a word with them, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. Because they'd already sold all this sponsorship for this crazy tournament and he goes, they sent it off, yeah, yeah, no, look, we've already sold it, we've already sold it to, you know, this bloke's already bought it, the chicken shop's already bought the sponsorship, blah, blah, blah. And FIFA just went, no, we don't care, the guidelines are like, "No." No, no. So in the end, whatever their sponsor was, they rocked up. They just had the one.
1: Marathon Foods.
0: Brilliant. But they had all these ridiculous – probably looks like a footy jumper nowadays. Mm. Um, Italy,
1: the 1982 Italian side toured here. I met trimmers that day. I was was very young. I don't know if they played an Australian side or a South Melbourne side, but it was at Olympic park.
0: Maybe they played a an Australian eleven or something,
1: or Um, NSL eleven. I reckon it could have been a South Melbourne side, but yeah, they played the eighty-two block. Paolo Rossi was here. I I also remember. Why
0: why don't Italy come down
1: more often? It's very far away. No, Um, no,
0: I I understand that, but in terms of making money,
1: I watched play a a
0: fucking game at the MCG.
1: I'm gonna say at a World Youth Cup that was hosted in Australia. I went to the game. It was absolutely rocking at um, Olympic Park. Flares? No, no. It was just no. It was a fantastic atmosphere. We host. I'm pretty sure we hosted the World Youth Cup. Could have been in '88 or something. But um, that was another. That's another one that sticks in my memory. I wasn't allowed to go to the Milan tour here. They played at Optus Oval. So my dad took my brother to that, but I, I didn't get to go there. But uh, why not? Because it wasn't my team, and uh, obviously you're, you're, still,
0: you're spewing just a little bit though.
1: No, that would have been nice to to go. Um, but yeah, that was at that was at Princess Park. That was when Princess Park was getting things like AC Milan and uh,
0: Jeff Fennick world we'll title fight
1: against um, Azuma Nelson, Nelson. world we'll title fight. Jeff slipped because it was raining. <laughs> <laughs> no one thought that through. This is a footy ground. What <laughs> happened if it rains? He slips. He slips over, whatever. He probably gets knocked out. Who knows? Um, if gonna... our listeners can get to me, tell me. There was a tournament, I think it was a World Youth Cup in Australia. We played it. Maybe it was the junior. Played a group game at the Olympic Park. or Junior
0: or... Goodwill Games, maybe. from Mighty No, Ducks. no. It
1: was like the under 23s.
0: Just on time of your life. Before, you mentioned Seinfeld. Yeah. And I, I sort of thought I had it in my notes. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I watched the thing. And it was actually, I found myself sitting there. Watching the time of your life little Seinfeld montage, and it was sort of like it was a bit emotional. Yeah. And you just went, because it's the song's a perfect choice, and 98, and it was the perfect time for those two things to marry up. And you sort of had this, you know, watching this Seinfeld thing, and you went, we don't really, Friends was a big deal when that wrapped up. And that was 05, I think. Like that was sort of that, yeah. that's coming to an end, and it's on proper network TV, and it's finishing. Like, the Simpsons has gone past that now. Where whenever that ends, it'll sort of be like, oh, okay, yeah, it's ended. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It won't have that mash Seinfeld, no. you know,
1: um, Friends type send off. But people have given up on the show before the show has given up on them. Apparently,
0: it's actually gotten it's okay now. What they've had, a, it's had a little bit of a second wind.
1: The Simpsons, yeah, well, it's getting a different audience. It's just no, it
0: is. But apparently, it's even people have kind of gone. It's look, it's not as good as it was, but it's it's actually mm. not bad. But I thought. What was so awesome about Seinfeld and even on reflection is it just completely like decontextualized friends had never been shown to be like that on TV.
1: Yeah.
0: It had always been very where mates and you would they would have minor squabbles and stuff mm. but just almost having outright like enmity for one another to take the piss out of one another to have no sympathy if like such thing happens like George's life's falling apart and Jerry's known yeah. him for 30 years yeah. and he's like whatever. Yeah.
1: Costanza. He's like I never watched Seinfeld growing up. I am a late comer to Seinfeld. It's and amazing. Pe- people always just say, oh, watch it, watch it. Yeah, just, I don't know, just from afar never appealed to me. And God, I regret. You missed out. I have it now because I've, I've watched it. I've done it like a couple of times. I appreciate that though. Sometimes a
0: show just gets away from you and then it's it like I'm, it's too far gone. Mm. I've missed the boat. Like I've, I have no doubt that Breaking Bad... Is an amazing television show. I tried it
1: twice, I couldn't get but, into
0: it. Oh mate, I've no doubt that The Sopranos is great. I've t- I've tried it a few times and it just doesn't hook me. I've got no doubt it's fantastic.
1: It's the TV show that all other TV shows But I'm are like, i measured against. I
0: try and I'm just like it's not doing it for me. What about I watch National Treasure Edge of History instead.
1: I watched one episode when we are on holiday in where were we? Gold uh, Coast. Did it ruin your holiday? No, I just, I just found it a bit boring.
0: It was. Um, next cab off the rank for in terms of our discussion is, are we what we think we are or are we what everyone else hopes we are? So that's maybe the most pleasing part of the weekend is, and the past two weeks' um, worth of wins, has been our mindset and our drive and our application. We've played inferior opponents. We've had comfortable wins. And that's sort of its own kind of growth because it sets up the opportunity now to play a stronger outfit In good form.
1: Mm. You'd rather be attacking these games.
0: Test ourselves against them. Can we take a scalp? So while this little run has been fun.
1: We've not taken a scalp this year. We've
0: not taken a scalp. It's been fun to watch. with And
1: people will be yelling, oh, Geelong Geelong weren't a scalp when we played him. No. And we shit to beat against Richmond. (sighs)
0: So for me, it's let's win one people think we can't.
1: Absolutely. Now, I've got – I've done some research, Sean – and you may get over and done with because oh. I'm the scared man. <laughs> now, as Michael was it Michael Hendrickson who said, "Lance Hendrickson." I don't want to piss in anyone's sandwich. Was that was that the the term? I
0: don't want to piss on anyone's chips.
1: And I think he said it's. Remember he clarified, he said, oh, they say back in, I think he's from Sweden. I think he says, oh, it's, don't piss in my sandwich or something like that. He'll clarify. Um, you got a box of favourites there. Is yeah. there? Is there a morrow? If you muted yourself. So whilst I think the number one driver of, of our performances in the past Fortnight, especially, have been our intensity, our aggression, our attack on the football, our willingness to work. I have this suspicion that I seem, it seems that we have a plus one at the ball and a plus one behind the ball at the same time, given that we have played without a Ruckman, a recognised Ruckman in the last fortnight. Now, Whilst a lot of people going into the game, you look at that and you go, especially after um, old mate Darcy had 70 world record, 70 hit-outs. I've I've delved into the effectiveness of playing a Ruckman. Now,
0: hold on. Hold on. Is this what I think it is?
1: Is this this Dada Ganoush? Dada Ganoush, it is. This is sp- specific data. Okay. Now – Can I just say
0: before you go on, I'm excited to see what you, the point you make. Can Cadbury do me a fucking favour?
1: Yep. What do you, or, What is that? Is that a
0: – There's always one shit end of the side of the crunchy, the hard end.
1: The hokey pokey. Get is that what they call it. it over in New Zealand?
0: Get rid of it. Why is there the hard edge? Don't know. Because see, down the bottom, that's the hard edge. The rest of it just comes away very gently, softly. Crumbly. And then that bit's obviously fastening it.
1: Is that a, is that a crunch or a violet crumble? It's a crunchy.
0: Crumble? Violet crumble's a Nestle. But when they do the – well, obviously, when they make them, mm-hmm. the honeycomb, whatever they want to call yeah. it, in the middle, is set to that side, whatever. Fix that, please.
1: <laughs> so, I wanted to see – these are the key, the key areas of – or the key stats of rucking that I consider important. Disposals, marks, obviously hit-outs and, in turn, clearances. Tackles, ground ball gets, spoils and pressure acts because you're around the football, right? Now, I don't expect Ruckman to have high numbers in a lot of those areas. However, I went through and got the season averages for both Mark Pitnett and Tom DeConning combined and then I got Lewis Young and Jack Sylvani for the past fortnight.
0: <laughs> I'm patiently... I'm, I'm Was it, it,
1: no, it. I'm saying what you wanted must have been at the bottom of the box because you've I've absolutely taken, emptied it I've, out.
0: I've extricated. Where they took the Caramello out?
1: No, surely not.
0: Cadbury favourites. They've taken the Caramello. Yeah, because they've
1: put the caramel, which I'm not a fan of.
0: I prefer the Caramello. I have um, – what have I extricated? I've extricated this, a – This is signed. I've extricated a – Courtney
1: s- Nevin, Alana Kennedy. Yeah, the Matildas. Oh, is that it there?
0: Um, I've extricated
1: a – No, 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 no. no. The, the Caramello's in there. No, it isn't. Caramello's in there. There you go.
0: Oh, there it is. Oh, there's this one, is there? <laughs> um, That's all right. Well, the one's two. fine. Two, One's yeah. fine. I don't know if, Jesus Christ.
1: Short's going to have diabetes by oh, the I end had of the old
0: rubber them. chest. That just bounced right off
1: me. So – I've got the season averages for Pitto and TDK, and I compared them with the last fortnight of Lewis Young and JSOS. Now, apart from hitouts and clearances, now the clearances are obviously taking the ball out of the ruck and getting it away. Apart from obviously hitouts and clearances, Young and Silvani provide us with more disposals, more marks, more tackles. More ground ball gets, more spoils, and more pressure
2: acts. I'm the man. I can't be serious when
1: I hear it. Now, is it providing us with an advantage? Now, when you play teams such as the Bulldogs... Or Melbourne, where the Ruckman are genuine all-Australian-caliber Ruckman who will exploit your lack of having one. But in the instances where that's not the case, like it will be against Port Adelaide, are we getting or, are we, or have we been gaining an advantage by playing Young and Silvani? Now, the numbers also show that apart from hitouts. TDK's numbers are better than Piddo's. Now, I went into the Champion Data. I did a, I did a Luffy and I went to the Champion Data website. Now, hitouts to advantage, which everyone likes to cream themselves over when it comes to Piddo, are based on a hitout that is directed to a teammate. That's it. Now.
0: See, my <clears throat> assumption would be that the teammate then takes that hitout and wins a clearance.
1: That's the stat. The champion data should be keeping. It's hitouts that lead to a clearance, because I can guarantee you, Mark Pitnet isn't providing us with that. Now,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you've, and it has cooled down, but you did lead a little bit of an army against me, your little club of ganoush about Blake Acres. I don't reckon I've ever gone Blake Acres as hard as you go, Pito.
1: It, it. What frustrates me, Sean, is. It's, I haven't brought this up out of frustration. I've, I've brought it up to, to, to kind of delve into are we getting an, an advantage by not having a Ruckman in the last couple of weeks? Now, big boy Mick Mills and um, Ned Reeves are hardly world beaters. Now, Darcy had, as I said, the world record, I keep telling us, world, I don't know where else this game is played, 70 hitouts for no real impact. Now, have we been able to then have players, effectively, an extra midfielder at the stoppage?
0: Does it help somewhat in an in, in an instance where you know for sure that our man's not going to win the tap? You're just watching Darcy.
1: From what I understand, it is still easier for a midfield call to be rucking to someone who... To a kind of say, yeah you don't always win them
0: no absolutely but when when it's a 5050 kind of toss of the coin mm. you're like well I know where I want to be now
1: well so if it was if TDK was 50 based on the numbers if I had my Ability to make a, a call I'd put TDK in for Lewis Young but I wouldn't be playing pitnet and TDK ever again based on these numbers.
0: Based on your data,
1: but oh, it's, it's not my data. Based on the data, now we've signed this bloke to a four-year deal. Sean. Just, just, just be mindful that that's there were, quite a statement. Given the, the club, the clubs were coming for him apparently. But um, I want to make this less about Pido, and I want your opinion on: Are we gaining either a spare behind the ball and not losing one at the contest, or having an extra one around the contest because? We effectively are playing without a Ruckman. Um, and what would you do this week knowing the Port Adelaide don't have a Ruckman?
0: Well, <clears throat> well,
1: they have a person playing in the Ruck.
0: The beauty of that then is that we're in no hurry to remedy this situation. If De Conning's not right.
1: Okay. For, for all in, intents and don't purposes, have to rush him in. he's available. Or Piddo's available. Either one's available. I wouldn't be playing Piddo full stop, but... If
0: he's fit. If he's fit to play and he's like, how many times have we seen our guys <clears throat> miss a couple of weeks and then come in and you're like, you are not fit.
1: Yeah. Okay. If I'm he's saying, fit to for play. For this exercise, they are 100%. Um Roaring to go. Are you willing to.
0: My inclination.
1: And for I, the marginal and I, increase in hitouts and and clearances. Happy to take. All the other benefits that go, the tackles, the ground ball gets, the spoils, the given the pressure Port's, x.
0: Given Port's lack of representation, if they are both one hundred percent fit, I would play Pitnet. Okay. Because my my attitude with that would be they've got a very young ruckman. Pitnet would be more likely to exploit him physically. Should be able to exploit
1: him physically. He and doesn't then, jump.
0: No, I don't. No, but this is why the problem. And then if Jack is like the chop out.
1: Yeah, I think I think Jack's the second ruckman, which well he won't be next year. It a
0: concern because he's not going to be on the list.
1: Um, anyway, I just, it's, it's food for thought. Um, I just wanted to delve into the numbers, and it was just it was funny that apart from hitouts and clearances, the the young JSOS combination perfor- outperformed the TDK pitnet mm. combination, and of those numbers, apart from hitouts, TDK has got pitto covered for everything else too.
0: It's been a very well put together segment. We may need to revisit this. If you oh, like I just want to give a
1: quick push- shout out. To, I'll point into the ball because I've got a diagram. Pierre and I often he does too. refer to Lewis Young as being a bit um, – how, how do I say it? Is that the centre circle? It is. He's a bit uh, slow mentally Okay. On the fo- from a footballing perspective. He occasionally takes marks and then requires five seconds to realise where he is what he's doing and what he has to do. But where he has excelled, Sean, in the centre bounce. Now, occasionally the ball will go out of the circle and the umpire will recall it. If it's borderline and there's a contest, umpires will tend to wave play on, regardless if there's a clear advantage to one player or not. Lewis Young... Can I just say, sorry... ...has beaten the system. Can I just say...
0: As soon as the ball
1: (laughs) is bounced, if he has... Less than a 50-50 chance he doesn't compete in the ruck. He stares at the umpire and f- more than once they've just recalled it. It's bounced. It's been within the centre circle and they've just recalled it. He's gone, no.
0: I like how you. you're sort of channelling your inner Tim here in absence of Tim.
1: I Should, should I sit over there and lower my desk?
0: Yep. <laughs> I like that, D- Data Ganoosh. We'll have to give you give them if you want Fab to tackle something else with his keen statistical eye and analysis. What that's... really
1: gets me is statistics that show that Mark Pitney is not a good ruckman. <laughs> that, that, that's, the, that's, that's my area of expertise. That's his specialty. Um, but yeah, I just I, I look. It'll be interesting to see that once we play a ruckman, do we do we noticeably lose out? Given that all those other categories, we are, we benefit from. Mm-hmm.
0: This is a watch this space. Like it. Moving on, we're going to do chicken salads now. I'm going to have a twirl. We said the start for our chicken salads. I thought the start was very good. Pressure and intent was excellent. We got them on the back foot. We built the game from there. It was absolutely excellent to watch. <clears throat> Moving on for the next chicken salad, undoubtedly, unquestionably, we go to the cool, serene, picturesque waters of Lake Weedering.
1: Have we played this this year?
0: Yep. We played it last week, I think.
3: Let's
0: <laughs> get rid of that crunchy.
1: I love how you mute yourself, but I, I'm having to... I'm having to chew mine like... Like... <laughs> Like, like I'm know. living at my parents' house and I've stolen a biscuit without them knowing. I'm trying not to make it. <laughs> Tony, Tony's lying in ben,
0: just one eye opens. <laughs> I can hear a crunch. He goes, Someone's eating a dry biscuit. Um, he's been great. He's back on top form. Um, you know, in fairness to him, didn't really have much in the way of a direct opponent, but used that opportunity and used that rope that, that was given to really control the back half of the ground for us. Yeah. Um, he's back in really, really good form.
1: What I noticed is when he wasn't in form and Lewis Young was the key defensive mark, intercept mark, Wieters was the the next player in the chain to then, when we do the big U-turn, go the and open up the ground, he was the one having to kick it. And he it was, it was a bit suspect early in the year on his kicking. I like the... Wieters. <coughs> However, old- when you're the one taking all the marks, you're not then... Having to kick it,
0: mm. like the our old mate uh, sort of had a sly dig. Was I think it was last week? In fairness, about um, King Pults. No, no, not King Pults. Did um, you understand my? Uh, cause I, I, I didn't. I wasn't watching the game. So yeah, I, I know.
1: Um, I was walking around Sydney. Obviously, there's a bloke I told on you Twitter. Ha- I
0: told you what happened.
1: Yes, you did. <laughs> there was a guy. There's a guy on Twitter, King Pults. Dave Cossian. right? Shout out. <laughs> um, not a listener. Who occasionally likes to get involved with you on Twitter? Now he's got his profile picture was I'm pretty sure it's Polts. Polts. who played against his former side on Friday night. There was a contest on the wing, and, and the Bulldogs got the clearance. They got it out to Polts, and Polts wanted to exploit and use his his pace, Sean. So he put the foot down and ran forty meters in the wrong direction. <laughs>
0: He thought, okay. this is
1: all too easy. Oh, no, I play for the Bulldogs. <laughs> I didn't there. see that. That's quite good. I play for the Bulldogs and then kick the talk contest.
0: <laughs> just topped <laughs> off his work. <laughs> um, put a real underline. And I felt sorry
1: story. for Pulse, but when I think of it, I just think of the bloke on Twitter and I thought, no, I had that, to remind that, him after he kept
0: tweeting us. I had to remind him that you are tweeting us. Mm. We're not engaging you. You're constantly <laughs> seeking us out and tweeting <laughs> we us. We don't go on the...
1: King Paltz no, don't uh, Twitter handle. we not looking for you. No. Um,
0: should, I t- should I say what happened, when I saw in the...
1: Yeah, do it, but put me on mute so I can smash this too. So,
0: I'm walking around. We, we stayed uh, for Box Hill. We went up to Sydney to play the Giants and had a good win in the Curtain raiser game. And uh, we were staying with the Hawks senior-listed boys um, at the Pullman on the park, just on the corner of Hyde Park. Very strange, anachronistic city, Sydney. Like, very... It sort of looks – it doesn't really look Australian. It's sort of – Never been. In parts it does and you're like, yeah, this is very Australian. But then the other parts it like – I caught myself at one point looking down the street and thinking that's very New York-y, big, big, wide, massive, like a one-way street sort of thing in the middle of the town, which makes sense because for a little while there a lot of films were made here because it sort of looks a bit capital of the world-y. Anyway, I thought we'll go for a bit of a walk in town after dinner. Um, It was only sort of quarter to eight-ish. And obviously, most of the playing group don't, they're going to get to bed and do the right thing. So I thought I'll just go into town, have a bit of a wander around. Any
1: mischievous players on the Boxville Hawks list?
0: No, I don't think so. I think. Who I might
1: push the boundaries no, of the game. I think, I think like a
0: couple of the more senior boys sort of went out and just, they went and got a, like a, like, with, went when trying to find maybe an ice cream joint or something like that just to do something after dinner. But they would have been back by, you know, nine o'clock ish. But, um, Walking through Hyde Park, and I thought, oh, yeah, okay, here we go. This will, this will get us back towards, like, Pitt Street and the main drag sort of thing. And I'm walking through Hyde Park, and if anyone's been there, they've got the big thoroughfare up the middle, mm-hmm. big trees lying up, some some shrubbery on either side. And I see this guy walk off this massive par, path, and I thought, oh, he like, must be going to have a slash behind the tree. But he was only, like, two metres off the path. I was like, oh, you want to be a bit more obscured than that, mate. And then when I saw what he did next, I thought, you definitely want to be a bit more obscure than that because he dropped his trousers and then backed one out. He was legitimately... He had no care. 2 metres off the path behind a tree. It was a large-ish tree, but anyone walking there would see this bloke having a shit in the park. And I just thought... The confidence you'd
1: need to, to just
0: unleash I thought, that. I just thought to myself, mate, go into the dense shrubbery a little bit more. Get yourself some privacy. Wowie. What a sight, by the way. I just thought I was having a piss, sure thing. And it, it changed. It was, a, it was a different man after seeing that. It was like an did,
1: did you see Log exit or it was just.
0: No, squat? I saw him take the pants down and then he was preparing. He was squatting. And I thought, no, I don't want to be seeing this. No. So I just turned the other way. I have a similar. I don't want
1: my memory of Sydney to be. Uh, this man. This man backing one out.
0: And I don't think he. Like he wasn't. No disrespect. He wasn't like a homeless man, I don't think. I think he was just
1: – He was just busting on, for
0: on, – He was a middle-aged dude on his way somewhere and he just
1: – I'm going to put it down to Crohn's disease.
0: Took a shit in the park. I did see a um, a homeless man. What's the – I don't even know what the station is near Ringwood, just near the freeway, whatever that station is. I dropped a guy home one night um, from work. It was one afternoon. His car was getting mm. serviced or something. He goes, oh, I I said, oh, I'll give you a lift home, blah, blah, blah. So I gave him a lift and he goes, just – go back up this way, do a left and you'll be back on the main drag on Maroondah Highway and I thought, perfect. So I cut back, I'm going up the hill. I think I've told this on pod before. This guy dropped his pants and he wasn't squatting or anything and then he just backed out. It was like a burnt orange turd. It was, it was extraordinary.
1: Like a, like a twisty that – It was know, like a, those, a those. burnt
0: orange coloured, like, it looked like um, rusty water. Jesus. And it was like, Jesus, your diet must be horrendous. You are in a bad way, sir.
1: It's like I see this guy every time. And obviously people know who, who listen to this. I've got my own complications with own my... battles. And I see this guy at the service station where I generally, I frequent to put petrol.
0: Have they given you your own key
1: for the toilet? There is no toilet at this one. No? Huh? No. Um... <laughs> and and, and I told s- you a Mr. a minute and cut you oh, your oh, own oh. key. <laughs> They've installed me a portaloo. <laughs> this is for you. Um, and you see, he comes out and he's obviously he's, he's very robust, overweight. And he's always got like six cans of mother. So I'm of, thinking a lot of mother. This guy, no on his luck. Look, look, no, no. Sorry, no on my luck. He's got nothing wrong with his bowels. He probably has regular movement every day. Happy go lucky. And here I am, motherless. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking look. <laughs>
0: At a bottle of water.
1: That's it, and I get the grumbles.
0: Ah, oh, no it's good. World is cruel. Back to the chicken salads, fireman
1: side. Yep, he's back. He had a game. You challenged him. I did. Apart from the Essendon game, which he turns up for every year because he absolutely despises them, from what I hear. Um, it's uh, it was good to see him. His intercept marking was. He was reading it very well, very well.
0: Again, is he just another guy that they've just cleaned up the role? Yep. Cleaned up what we want you to do, what we're asking you to do. Because there was times there where he wasn't, he wasn't being that outlet by hands on the overlap. He wasn't proactively attacking contests, and he just went. You've obviously you've been you've been told. Yep. It's this is a coaching thing, surely, because if it isn't a coaching thing, you actually almost need to be dropped because you're not you're you're just not doing what we need yep. you to do.
1: Um, I think, I still think he's a bit lazy, but his performance on the weekend was... Very good. Proactive, very good. daring, yep. Yep. diligent in yep. defence.
0: He had a couple of... Um, he was on Schultz for a little bit. He was on Walters a little bit, but um, did a good Jeez. job, I thought.
1: Walters can finish off some work, but outside of that, he's... I just signed him to a two-year deal. Honestly, when you sit down with a list manager, you put what you think is the best contract for the club. And if they say... Oh, I'm not taking a two hundred thousand dollar pay cut. Thank you for your service.
0: Well, if someone else offers you, you, go. This offer stands, and if you can do better,
1: Yep. Good luck to you. you we'll, no, we'll, we'll, we'll no hard feelings. Yeah, we'll support you in uh, trying to get to wherever you need to get to.
0: Jack Martin is another chicken salad. Oh, Very geez. good intensity. Did some nice things. Had a good game. I don't that... like
1: talking about him.
0: Don't like talking about him. He had that one moment where he he spilt the um, made the contest spill. I should say he yep. didn't. spill he had, he snatched it a few. Tim was championing him for the SI.
1: He had cinder block hands.
0: He he had his hands replaced with fucking like Edward Penis
1: hands or something.
0: Because <laughs> at one point he couldn't grasp the footy. I but there thought... was so
1: many times like where someone else was doing all the hard work. It was just an outlet handball yeah. to Jack Martin and he was just... So I thought
0: he played well. I really liked this game. But for just a couple of moments where he fumbled and he just snatched at the ball... I ruled him out of SI contention. I, I, thought ha- a, I
1: have him in contention. I
0: thought he had a good day, but Tim was really championing him. And I think it was because of one moment the Alex Pierce one-on-one. I did think they're the two worst players in the AFL to be colliding at that kind of speed. We've, you'll see neither of them for six weeks. <laughs> it's could not get two players made out of glass. Do you know what guys. Jack
1: Martin does well and other players might want to heed his example? The action is called a hip and shoulder for a reason, Sean. Yes. You're supposed to use what?
0: Your hip and your shoulder.
1: And everyone just goes in with a shoulder. It's Jack Martin gets low and it's the side of your body, not the point of your shoulder, which generally will slip up and and smack somebody.
0: But if you get low, you'll get them low. Yeah. It's... Very simple <laughs> dynamics. Um, I really, really like this this man. I thought he is now back to his best. We've had to wait for it. Sam Walsh. And I've got a clip to play.
2: People keep asking if I'm back. I'm thinking I'm back.
1: Bit of John Wick. I've yet to see any of it. Good films.
0: But this idea, this is Walsh. Yeah, he, He's back to his best. It's yep. taken a long time to get there. We mused about that when the back injury was first reported to be very severe. That... It's, his, it's going to take a long time.
1: His work rate was elite.
0: He wasn't going to get to this level out of yeah. the gate.
1: And what was good is that Fox 40 picked up on it mm. and there were a lot of the higher-angled bits of vision. How many games would
0: he play? Would you play maybe 12?
1: Yeah, around that. And just
0: in the last couple of weeks, he's back to something like this and then on just the week he, where he
1: burnt Brayshaw on a lead. It's like Brayshaw was like, oh, I'm cooked. I can't go with you. And he's like, no, nah, I'm sprinting now. And the the behind the goals order. Yeah, they showed they highlighted a few times. Unbelievable work rate. He he was great. I have I have an inkling that you may be going with Walshie as an SI candidate.
0: No. He was too he was he was too much a standout to be the SI.
1: And this is where I need some clarity.
0: The nebulous nature of the SI.
1: Are players like Weeders? Walshy, Crips, ever, 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 in contention for an SI. Of course, they are. I was we always on, on the understanding that it's it's a bit part player, an no, unheralded no, 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 no. player.
0: No, no, it can be, it can be one of those guys. You can't
1: be best on ground and the SI Morales winner.
0: Oh, you like, I mean, you can be, but I think that we've also got an award which we haven't actually minted yet. Um, you might have missed this on Twitter. But this was a couple of weeks ago. So, the Prenders. So when – no, not The Prenders. So it's called the, the – um, uh, we've got to come up with a – it's like the S-I. It's like the the Lange or something. The Frank Langella – because we've got to keep the movie theme. Mm-hmm. So Frank Langella's performance as Skeletor in Masters of the Universe, he just fucking dominates and takes that – he just takes that movie by the scruff of the neck and he's the best thing in it by a mile. Don't rate Dolph? I don't, Dolph is fine, but Frank Langella, and he loves it too. Like, he talks about it and he loves it. Like, he loves the movie and loves being in it and all that stuff. So, Patty Cripps in Teague's first game in charge against Brisbane. Brilliant. That's a a Frank Langella. Made a grown man cry. He did. But that's a Frank Langella award winning performance. Yep. So, we do have, for someone who's just like, it was after Charlie kicked nine. Like, Charlie would have probably won. It's not an award we give out every week. Mm-hmm. But Charlie probably would have won the Langella. Okay. So we do have that provision now in the armory.
1: Let me just look up this bloke's name.
0: Frank Langella. Yeah. Frank. Unrecognisable as Skeletor, of course, because he's playing a skeleton man.
1: Frank Langella is uh, the owner of the uh, the the Browns in uh, draft day. He is.
0: Yep. He is. He's been in a lot of stuff. He was uh, Richard Nixon in Frost Nixon. He was Skeletor, of course, in He Man. He was Perry White in Returns. Uh, you wouldn't Superman know that it's, it's, it's
1: just. Oh, no. he's just
0: an older man. Are well, you're talking about Skeletor? Skeletor. Yeah, yeah, well, he's wearing a terrible rubber prosthetic. It gets a bit of a bad rap, but it's not. For 1987, it's not horrendously bad.
1: Did the movie do well? No. Like, you 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 look back on it with very fond it. memories. I
0: love it. Every so often, I just Chuck Bill Conti's score is it's ripping off Williams, but it's um, unbelievable.
1: Bill Conti. We'll touch on Bill Conti after um, because I've I've had a sneaky look at the mailbox. Um,
0: the question about Rocky Four.
1: Yep. Um, Bill Conti. He's he's he's. It's not as good as Rocky, but his Rocky score is unbelievable. He's right. like what, are you
0: talk about Masters of the Universe?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, but you, then you brought yeah,
0: up Bill he's right. Yeah, I mean, his scored for... No, Fab, his score for Masters of the Universe isn't as good as the one that won him an Academy Award.
1: Did he win an Academy Award? I don't know, Didn't probably. It?
0: But, actually, just double-check that for me.
1: Bill Conti, Academy Award winner. It's like when well,
0: they used sure to introduce
1: won. Spud as the uh, captain of the St Kilda Team of the Century and he never corrected anybody. He wasn't captain at all. It would have been Baldock, wouldn't it? uh
0: no maybe he didn't win but he was nominated for gonna fly now
1: nominations for Academy Award for best music Bill Conti was not a winner Sorry Bill we'll take that back received nominations he won
0: he won for the right stuff which seems like
1: just the right stuff Ugh. it's just the uh, the the autobiography of the, oh, the astronauts that? Oh, I thought it was of the uh New Kids on the Block. <laughs>
0: no, he didn't he didn't do the <laughs> The right stuff. The New Kids on the Block story. <laughs> the new kids on the Block story. Um so Walshie fantastic. He, he's a bit of the conductor of the orchestra when he's in form like that. He's great to watch super game uh finally returning to some form after what we were talking about after an issue.
1: This has got loose with that Timbo. Uh,
0: Harry's goal kicking, he had that one bad snap, but otherwise his kicking was excellent. He's
1: not allowed to lead left anymore. He leads right. So he's not allowed to snap. Tim will be pleased because obviously they've
0: someone's had a chat. Matty Lloyd might have come down and you know left-footer Essendon fan all that kind of stuff, and just had a chat with him. One of our <laughs> own fucking coaches couldn't talk to him, but uh, Matty Lloyd, you know left-footer Essendon fan, could come down and have a chat to him. So something's happened. Something's the pennies dropped.
1: He played really well. He was great again. Yeah, it's it, but it's 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 the other stuff. It's just he's working, and when he works, he's not inside the forward fifty as often. As he was, and it gives Charlie space to do what he needs to do. It does. When was the last time they competed for a ball together? Well, this is exactly right, because that's all they
0: were doing in the first 12 weeks. Uh, Chera and Cripps are my last chicken salad. I think Chera just keeps on keeping on, and Cripps was great again.
1: He's a runaway best and fairest player.
0: Really strong showing from the
1: pair of them. Um, I just recall everyone hanging shit on him, opposition people hanging shit on him, that he was no good.
0: Well, last year I think the frustration was he started him. Uh, Amos? Yeah, I don't know. But last year he started well and then he had a couple of little knocks and niggles and he really dipped away and he was frustrating because a bit like the team, it was like, you're better than this? Come on, you're better than this. And it wasn't working for him, which was frustrating. And then he finished the season off strongly, which was encouraging and he's very much uh, much picked up where he left off. I really liked when Chera would be spurred somewhat this week by, if you recall the chat when he left Frio was – Oh, he's third or fourth banana, isn't he? He's he's behind um, Brayshaw, Brayshaw, and Sarong and he's now. Nah, how was it on the weekend? Well, this is it. He comes out, and you go, know, okay. Is that yep. what we think? Is it? No problems. And he comes out and, and eclipses the people. It was very hard to them.
1: find a positive for any Fremantle player, though. Geez, no, it
0: was, but he just outworked them. Absolutely, um, he's been outworking them. everybody this he year. Was, he was fantastic. So, uh, and another special mention. He actually features in the chicken shits, but um, before the injury. My SI was uh, Kennedy. He still is my SI. I think he just get gets pipped, I think.
1: I'll be interested to in see who your nomination is. But he played very is. well.
0: He played very well, and before, hopefully the injury's not worst-case scenario. I'll
1: do a quick search we'll while, wait, we, while we're talking. We'll
0: wait and see. Um, we obviously, yeah, just fingers crossed for him there. It's, it's
1: Adam chair polled a perfect 10 in the coaches'
0: votes. He was great. He played really, really well. Oh, it's another 90s banger fab.
3: Oh! A little bit
0: of Calypso I've been there as well.
3: A yeah.
0: bit of light, sort of light dance, isn't it? I've been thinking about you. Sort of like a bit of light French disco radio dance.
1: Ooh. Why do we play that, Tim? Because we like London Beat. No, because the Blues are back. That is very, very true. Good song. London Beat.
0: And the Blues are back, of course.
1: M People. The Cleaners are coming. The Cleaners are
0: coming (laughs) in. Obviously heard London Beat. Wants to be a part of it. Yeah. Chicken Shits. Only a couple.
1: Were Charles and Eddie British as well?
0: No idea. Um, Couple of Chicken Shits. Don't need a labour on them after a good performance and a good result. Uh, Kennedy and McGovern's injuries, injuries are really the only chicken shits at the moment. Kennedy looks like he'll be in for a stint, as we just said, on the sidelines.
1: Gov, we know what it is. It's a it's a severe. Well, it's th- severe cork.
0: Well, how? But this is the thing, is it? Like it might be, but it actually might also be. Yeah, uh, really who knows? Um, the word. I mean, the fortunate thing for Gov is exactly what you want after a, a pretty heavy cork is a five-hour flight home. Mm. So, not great. Um, and then my other chicken shit was. The sauce issues behind the scenes. The Bolognese sauce came, it came with the, the word last yep. week. And while it's not shocking to hear, disappointing to hear, but, like, it's just such a shame. It's just such a shame if that's what it comes to. and
1: like. I think Jack is an innocent enough bystander in all this. He's
0: but he can just own it and say, I don't want to go. I'm happy to stay. Well, if Jack, if Jack Sleva, it's leaves, difficult when
1: you're old man. You're old. There's, there is, and anyone who likes to say, "Oh no, it's all bullshit." There is a massive issue between Sauce and the Footy Club and the Footy Club. Massive. It's not like, "Oh yeah, no, he's no longer there." No, no, no. Even this though, is a guy who didn't go into the rooms for his son's <laughs> hundred. He
0: wasn't good. Even though the fact of the matter is, most of the people who Sauce probably felt wronged by a gone. Yep. Don't let this become a Kevin Bartlett, Richmond thing, mm. and that's what it's going to. And for Jack, it's just like if, if he were to leave the football club, we will be carrying – what What do you reckon? Will we be carrying 15 worst players at a minimum? 100%. You go, it just makes what, – what sense is there in that? What sense is there in that?
1: Hopefully things turn around.
0: I'd be sitting down. If I was his manager and you'd Who say – Who is his manager? But you'd be saying, do you really want this? Is this what you want? Just going the little boy that ran on with his dad and all he ever wanted to do was wear the navy blue. Tom Petrora. So going, is this what you want? Because in 15 years' time, in 20 years' time, I think And God
1: forbid we, you know. I think there'll be a bit of a it pang. Clicks. I think there'll be a bit N- of a pang that It would mean fuck. more to him than it would to anybody else. Yeah. If this ship
0: writes itself. Writes
1: itself. That oh, we yeah, get right. rid of We've got rid of Captain Scatino. The ship is now starting to correct us. No, Hopefully it who, doesn't. Who, who's who's Scatino? Scatino was the. No, know.
0: who's Scatino at the football club? No,
1: I don't know. I'm just saying more.
0: That was my favourite when he was talking to the Coast Guard and the guy goes, I'll
1: ruin you for this Scatino. <laughs> he was like, you can't <laughs> abandon the ship. Well, I find it funnier because it was in Italian, but he was just, he's basically yelling at him to get back. because you can't abandon the ship
0: because <laughs> you're the captain. I think he was like, Maritime, Scatino, we're, we're not saying go down with the ship. Yeah. But like, you just can't – You can't just leave. Can't,
1: there's that whole – I know the whole thing, you're going to be the last to leave. There's a point when you can leave. You can't be the first to leave. <laughs> Still in prison time. Was, like you, know.
0: like you, you go and – we're not consigning you, Captain Smith-like, to the depths of the ocean on the Titanic. Because you will survive this, but
1: – You can see land at your window. You've, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it
0: – you just did it. The
1: Costa Concordia, it's a weird Did anyone did anyone die? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they, there was some fatalities, unfortunately.
0: They steered into some rocks, didn't they, or something? Yeah. Scatino. Scatino was skylarking in the fucking <laughs> in the bay. It was just it was kind of weird that it just got You know what it was? It was the maritime equivalent of doing a big burnout, leaving your parents' house.
1: No, nah, the maritime equivalent of that is the guy going sideways down the Suez Canal and single-handedly ruining the world, world economy. Tr- the world trade. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, this won't take long. So, yeah, 50 ships are piling up in the Mediterranean. Yeah, no, it'll be a couple of days. How amazing. 200 ships are in the Mediterranean. Ha- it's going to take a while and all of a sudden the Mediterranean is just full. How phenomenal ships.
0: was the like, aerial, the like, satellite image <laughs> of the Suez Canal? It's like this one guy It's like Austin Power style Has wedged his <laughs> ship Right in the middle <laughs> 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 Oh shit Ah, oh, Scatino What a man I'm Surprised he didn't captain that ship as well um, Oh, he's in prison He couldn't <laughs> He captained it via Zoom He was on the on the FaceTime Looking out uh, Come on, take a little
2: walk with me Arlene And tell me, who do you love? Who do you love?
0: Ah, Who do you love? Who do you love? all right. Who are you giving it to?
1: I'm gonna give it to. I was gonna say Josh Kennedy. Um, not Josh Kennedy. Maybe because I saw you with the beard, I thought of Josh Kennedy, the Australian footballer. But uh, no, I was gonna give it to Matt Kennedy. See, I've got two
0: nominations. As I said, Matt Kennedy was there, but he got injured. And yep. I thought, that doesn't necessarily rule him out. Fireman Sard.
1: Yep. I can see why. Yep.
0: And it's obvious and it's boring because he's got a mortgage on this award.
1: Jack Silvani. Jack Silvani. No, Jack was good. I- I'd still give it to Kennedy above Just in there. terms
0: of battling again and just setting the tone for us and physically cracking in and just being, you know, I thought he's sort of going, that's what the SI is sort of about. and. But I thought um, thought Saad bouncing back was great and giving us what we missed from him for the last little bit. Um, So, yeah. It's
1: been 11 years since the Costa Concordia. It feels like just yesterday. Francesco Schettino. Is he in prison still? He's a former shipmaster who (laughs) commanded the cruise ship. yeah, 32 passengers and crew died. Obviously sad. In 2015, he was sentenced to 16 years in prison. Jesus. He began serving his sentence in 2017 was after exhausting all his appeals. Was
0: that just gross negligence? Was that the charge?
1: Um, I don't gross know. Gross
0: negligence endangering life or something?
1: <laughs> what did the guy say? What did the Coast Guard tell him? I'll ruin you for this <laughs> casino.
0: <laughs> he was true to his word. So, anyway, I'm going to disregard Fab's opinion. I like that he's nominated Matt Kennedy, but we're going to give it to the fireman, Adam Sard. SI winner for this week.
1: I think before we potentially, before we hit the mailbag.
0: It's already happening. What are you talking I know. about? We'll
1: let the song play out. It's right. right. You've got mail. Before this episode ends, Sean, look, I'm touching wood. I, I'm Fucking praying a lot to lot God that entries. this guy is going to do what he's been doing for the rest of the year and not get injured like he has. For eternity. I think we need to play some QB just while he's actually in some We've
0: done play. it. We did it last week.
1: We should be doing it every week while mm. he's informed.
0: Again, I thought he was good. I, I didn't no,
1: no, he was he was more than good. I thought
0: he was good. I didn't get sucked into the fucking you know, I thought he played well. <laughs> Mailbox. Adrian, um are we confident Rocky Four is the best of the original lot?
1: One is the best. One is the best movie. movie. Three and is the most fun. Fun. Yeah, I agree. Sean and I are in lockstep.
0: Uh, junior, Voss and his coaching staff deserve Do you credit. know where
1: I've got four? At four for me. To I me probably, I've
0: probably got it at three.
1: To me, it's three, one, two, four. You've
0: got three at one.
1: Three is my favourite.
0: Well, one's the best. And Three's then I've got, the I've got one best. at
1: two, two at three. I think
0: I've got four and two pretty much dead heat, six and then five. But if we're doing the whole series, it's like, I reckon the first creed's almost the best.
1: Rocky three, It's lightning in a bottle. It's the 80s in a bottle.
0: It's just a video clip. It's an extended video clip. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, junior, Vossity's coaching staff deserve credit for the turnaround. They deserve a pat on the back. They deserve a pat on the back yeah. for – but, well, they, they did what Scatino didn't.
1: Do you know what they need? It's not a pat on the back. They need a Vince Vaughan encouragement. Uh-huh. Uh, when Vince Vaughn gets the tap on the ass from the from the, uh, the the yoga instructor in Couples Retreat, yeah. Everybody just goes up to everyone's on encouragement. Yeah, that's what they they just need a little bit of encouragement.
2: Yeah. We're things, not going to
0: things were going
1: to shit. Yep,
0: and you've pulled the nose up a little bit. You've avoided the rocks wherever the Costa Concordia yeah. was. You were sailing towards them, and you've just avoided. Pull them. up, cougar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't know what flying beside him was going to do, but. Cougar Lust,
0: turning his wings. I can't believe I'm going to do that. I can't believe it. YouTube you characters. I've given you your dream shot.
1: It's 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 honestly, it's the perfect movie.
0: Have you seen the thing about um, Joseph Kaczynski? They were doing a bit of stuff last night for it. He's making a Formula One film. Brad Pitt's in it. It sounds. Did
1: Stallone do a Formula One film? No,
0: Stallone did a, an IndyCar film IndyCar. called Driven. And this sounds like it's just driven,
1: but probably done better.
0: You know what it is? It's Driven meets Top Gun Maverick. And you're like, this is the classic, we get Days of Thunder because Tony Scott, Bruckheimer, Don Simpson and Cruz make Top Gun and it's Entourage did it with the Dream Team, get them back, have them make something else. So they do Top Gun Maverick, huge success, and then they're going to make this Formula One film and you go, get the team, what can they do? And they're going to make the same movie. And it'll probably be fantastic because the, yep. the technology to make it will be ridiculous. Mm. If so, so Brad Pitt plays the the, the well traveled veteran who's coaxed out of retirement to join a struggling team and mentor its hotshot up and coming driver.
1: Current, yeah. Set in current, so it's it's not, not going to be like.
0: So they filmed a lot of stuff for it yesterday at the okay. British Grand Prix. So like it'll be it'll probably be really good. Looking forward to it. It has doesn't have, doesn't have a title just yet.
1: Hopefully it's it's sound. Is up there with Ford versus Ferrari because that movie is great, just
0: brilliant. Um, what are we looking for? David here, outrunning our opponents at a small injury list. Is it time for a shout out to Jack Russell? Well, four and three quarters of uh, years into a contract.
1: And we've got no Ruckman.
0: Well, we do have no Ruckman. That's very <laughs> true. Yeah, <laughs> that is a true. Um, yeah, I mean, look, and, and to be fair, Part of us looking fitter and the like is almost attributable to one man, Dave Cunningham Walsh. Oh, in terms of part, part of us looking fitter and running longer yeah. and covering the ground longer, it's almost one guy is sort of accomplishing Look, that.
1: The players are out in the park. Let's not let's touch some wood, but let's not go overboard with the praise.
0: No, well, this is it. What were you know? What we're getting out of him.
1: What you'd expect. Uh,
0: George, if Kennedy is out for the next four to six weeks, do we promote Hewitt or do we give Dow a final crack to prove us wrong or right?
1: Hewitt will be given the Hewitt first. Hewitt will come in. Yep. Which... Which, Paddy Dow, it goes back to being sub. Um, <laughs> King is a stress George ball. Hewitt didn't impress me coming on, though.
0: Nah. Well, he's not, he's not the right sub because he doesn't have explosive... Physical attributes, yeah. which you exploit as the sub. At Maybe least he's the
1: type who works into it, but he just, yeah. He's at least
0: Dow has a bit of when he comes on. Have we seen him in a full game since the concussion? No, I don't think so. But at least when Dow comes on, he's got he's got a bit of pace. He's yeah. fresh and he can use it, and it's
1: you know. I'm fearful of that against. And whilst Kennedy isn't that explosive, quick style player, he's combative, mm. <clears throat> and I think against Port. I don't know. I'm not sure about Hewitt this week.
0: King of stress ball. Can we replicate the mid-season aberrations of '95 and bring it home undefeated? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. 16 straight. I like it. Um, one thing I will say, they're due for a loss. Poor they are. Dave Gershman uh, has the last three weeks guaranteed Voss a job to the rest of to the end of the year. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's easy. we we said this. We said well, back then. Said, yeah. go, go if you keep losing. If you lose to Gold Coast, he goes, you're done. If you lose to Hawthorne and it gets to, what is it, eight in a row, go, you're done. And particularly those two teams, losing to them would be disastrous. Um, very hoodish. Do you believe we can beat Port Adelaide? If we can get it done against the power, Can uh, do you believe we'll make the eight? Well, if we don't win this weekend, we're not making the eight.
1: Yeah. And even then it's... You can't fail against every half-decent opposition and expect to make the eight. We will not go undefeated, but we need to... This is a game we can't drop for momentum, for everything. For everything. Mm. We get through this, then, God, shit, I don't even want to contemplate it, but we could drop the Collingwood game and then come back, bounce back, beat St. Kilda or something. Do you know what I mean? We can roll with it. We're not going to go undefeated. We're dropping games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: However, we, we, we have to take a scalp because everyone in and around us ha- has already taken scalps. Yeah. That's why they sit a game need, and a half we, we away from us. We can't be
0: waiting or hoping for others to slip. Aunt D, no, sorry, who was it? I've missed it. Uh, Aunt D, Walsh had the most centre-bounce attendances of any Carlton midfielder on Sunday and played his best game for the year. Do you still want to play him on a wing or do you want to leave him where he's most damaging? And mate, the takeaway wasn't Walsh at centre-bounce clearance, mate. The takeaway was Walsh's engine and run and spread. Agree. Daniel oh. Stocko, was Ferrari right to pit Leclerc early on the medium tyre while George Russell was behind on the softs?
1: I've given up on Ferrari.
0: Ferrari are run by a pack of mortadellas, a pack of absolute idiots. That's just how it is. is. They're just, And they have been for a long time. The Ferrari have been no good since they got rid of the German, the Brit and the Frog.
1: It's just fact. The Frog and the German are still in... Touch. I think he... What
0: are you talking about? The Germans
1: in a fucking coma. Yeah, I think the frog provides the (laughs) annual update. I think the family allow him and only him to go and... I think it's time to... Pull the plug in. Pull the plug. It's been 10 years. I thought it'd be more.
0: It's been 10 years. Sad. Very, very very sad. Uh, Excellent stuff. That's the end of the mailbox. The mailbox is
1: done. How no images have ever come out of that are surprising.
0: Very. Johnny Rainclouds. I've got two Johnny Rainclouds. here just Kick us off. You've got no Johnny Rainclouds. I've got a Johnny Raincloud. My first Johnny Raincloud. Sydney Airport Security. Out of Melbourne, they don't... It's going to be a theme today. Out I'm of Melbourne, to. you don't have to jump through all the hoops. You don't have to... They're pretty rational now. You know, that you don't have to take laptops out of your bags. You don't have to separate all your fucking keys. You don't have to... All that kind of stuff. They're just like, yeah, they you know, they get you in and out and through you go.
1: So what do you mean? You don't have to...
0: You're oh well, just, No, like you still have to go through the security checkpoint, but yeah. it's like you don't have to take your hat off. You don't have to take your fucking shoes off. You don't have to take all your stuff out. You don't have to um, get your laptops out of the bag, out of their cases, in their own trays, blah, 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 blah. Okay. You know, Sydney Airport, you've almost got to have every article on you individually scanned, it feels like. Yep. It, someone at Sydney Airport Security needs to be told it's not September 12, 2001. Yep. Just relax. You've got a whole bunch of – just use the fucking eye test, guys. Does the guy travelling as part of a football team, a cohort of fucking 25-odd people at that point, geez, he's got a bit of stuff, he's got a bit of gear, he's got cameras and stuff. Yeah, he must be – use a bit of common sense. It's a battery for his camera, clearly. Next minute, Oh, it's a GoPro or whatever. Boom. Why would I be doing that? Take down my entire team on the plane. Why? But just a bit of common sense. You're
1: an I'm, angry man.
0: I'm just over it because you stand there. And I actually said to the guy, I got a bit frustrated because, oh, whose bag is this? Whose bag is this? And I said, I go, man, yeah, it's mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you open it for me? I said, and I, I sort of said to him, I was a bit curt, but I sort of said, this has happened the last four times I've come through. I said, mate, it's, it's batteries and some cords. I go, you saw the cameras? Mm. I said, mate. And he's unpacking everything, got to look through everything. And it's like, you're just being nosy. Is what you are. Probably. And it's like, and then now I've got to stand there like a stooge at the end on that little table and try to pack everything back in. And it's like, fuck, what have we accomplished here?
1: Wasting your time.
0: Wasting my time. Go with yours, please.
1: Airport related as well. Excellent. I have been, well, it's not frequent flyer, but frequent driver miles going to and from the airport to pick up my in-laws. Um, who have – my father-in-law is doing some work over in Tassie, but they're coming back every fortnight or so just to come in, see the family, spend a few days here, and then they fly back. Now, every single time there's been a delay. So that part is not a Johnny Rain cloud I've just come to expect. When you come from Tasmania, you've got no priority. There's always going to be a delay. He was arriving – he was leaving at 8.30 on Friday night, so I thought I'll watch the first half in the office. I had to catch up on a bit of work anyway. I'll drive to the airport, all right? I'll park the car. I won't go in the pickup drop-off because God knows what time this plane from Tassie's arriving. I'll park the car, go inside, do what you do, went through the, the security scan and I'll get, I don't know, some – I think I was going to get rolled or something, I was going to get some – it's weird, ba- they
0: never used to let you through there without a ticket.
1: Bow buns. Now yeah, you just walk in, yeah. You just have to go through the scanning thing. Eight th- uh, would have been about quarter to nine. Apart from McDonald's, everything was closed. You're at a, a terminal. Okay, it's a domestic terminal. Either way, you're at a terminal at an airport and you're closed. Yes. While there are flights, you have to have stuff open.
0: You're just leaving money on the table.
1: I was... I was Flabber bastard. I was pissed off because then I thought, now I'm here. It's going to hit 9.30 or 8.00. I'll be over eating anyway. And by the time I would get home, I can't actually get anything anyway.
0: Well, they sting you for the parking? 15. Oh, okay.
1: Well, then sting me. Davo. Davo paid his for parking. But, yeah, 15 bucks.
0: Yeah, that's annoying.
1: And no, it wasn't premium. You know, there's a premium parking. You had to pay, paid $30, but no.
0: I didn't, yeah, okay. All so right. no food.
1: No food other than McDonald's is open at the airport after a certain there's time.
0: There's a reason why McDonald's is at the top of the pops.
1: So you've left Queensland or left Sydney or whatever. Tough day. You've worked. Can't be bothered. I'll just jump on the plane. I'll pick up something once I get to the airport in Melbourne. And then you come out of your terminal – God forbid it be Jetstar, where you have to have a 9.5-kilometre walk.
0: They've actually parked <laughs> in South Moraine The plane landed.
1: What on earth... <laughs> on Plenty Road. ...is happening between where the Virgin flights, um, the lounges are, and the, why is Jetstar so far away? Was there a plan to have something in between? they have taken the old Tiger,
0: um, the old Tiger terminal.
1: we And they've got these, like, the fast... The fast walking things. Well, they're kind of like
0: they're little es- like escalators. But they're like they're escalate, flat,
1: but they're flat. Yeah, but you're supposed to keep walking on them, so it's just about moving quickly.
0: A lot of people are just, to quote Alan, "retards." You get out, and they get out in the wild. You
1: get out of the plane, you walk up, and you think, "Oh, now I'll get something to eat." No, starve.
0: When we got off the plane, I represented my row flawlessly. I was straight Were you up. Virgin? Yeah, I was straight up. I was straight up. And I got my bags and I was a couple of the boys were either side of me and the staff. And I was getting them their backpacks and I was like, we're fucking ready to go. I Let's get out.
1: I had to – so Davo gets out of the plane. I see him and he's just, just tunnel vision. He's just walking out thinking I'm in the car or whatever. And he's got half a sprint on. And he's, I can see him fumbling with his phone. He's trying to call me to tell me he's landed. I can see you landed, Dave. I'm eight paces behind you, right? I eventually catch up. The phone rings. Dave. Hey, mate, I've landed. Yeah, I know. Where are you? I'm right here. Where's that? I'm right here. You sound close. I'm literally standing beside him. He hasn't realised. There you go. <laughs> what do you... Uh, what are you
0: my second and final uh, Another Johnny Raincloud Johnny Raincloud So I went to the the, the Safeway yesterday I still call it Safeway, went to, Safeway. The, went to the Safeway yesterday
1: You don't like shopping at Coles New World?
0: I do prefer Well I generally go to Coles more often I'll for no it.
1: particular I called call it Coles New World I know,
0: I know Tucker Bag? A weird name for a shop What about um, what was Franklin's Big Fresh?
1: No, there was Franklin's and then Franklin's Big Fresh. That all had
0: the uh, animatronic farm animals.
1: Simon worked at uh, Franklin's Big Fresh, the one in Summer Hill. I think that was his first job.
0: What about Piedamonte's?
1: Piedmonte are a client of ours. The flagship store might be gone, being uh, revamped. Didn't
0: that old lady drive through the front of it not long ago? Not sure. But anyway, so I went to Woolworths, whatever the fuck they want us to call it, and needed to get some bits and pieces, and I probably ended up actually getting a little bit more because I went in I put the thing on stories because the Connoisseur ice cream was $6. It was half price.
1: You said bargain. It's
0: $12 usually.
1: I know, but $6 is still not it's, – it's, it's
0: small tubs. For a fucking – for something that's usually $12, $6 Did is Did you great. get the vanilla? Yeah, that's all I buy.
1: The, the Blue Ribbon Buller is better.
0: No, it's not. You're you're insane. Absolutely insane. So, anyway, I bought four tubs at the $6 price point.
1: Sean's <laughs> <laughs> just dropped $24 on ice <laughs> Well, because
0: that'll keep me <laughs> going for fucking six weeks. Um, but
1: I thought... Unless... Uh, well... Unless... Uh, what? Keithy gets into it.
0: <laughs> no, no, he doesn't go near that. But um, That's so what I, you thought about your jam. Yeah, then he had the temerity after having it. He said, that was shit. <laughs> After he like polished off half the the tub, um,
1: typical Keith, unbelievable.
0: But so I go there, and obviously the four tubs of ice cream was more carry than I expected. Yeah, I, I think I was just getting some deodorant. Um, did
1: you do the four stack? Hand no, underneath I did the two, and, the, and then the chin.
0: I did the two stacks on the boobs, and then I did the. Um, <laughs> other did things. you? Uh... No, other things. <laughs> other things put on top of it. Anyway. So I needed to get a bag when I otherwise probably wouldn't have needed to get a bag.
1: What are Woolies rocking?
0: So this is my complaint. This is the rain cloud, okay. So when they decided we're going to be environmentally conscious... And um, you're going to now have to, we want to dissuade you from having plastic bags because, you know, yep. the, the ocean and the world, and we're, yep. we're going to save it one turtles. plastic bag at a time. The turtles, the otters, all, right. all that.
1: Because not all turtles make it to the world. The water. ocean, they don't. Especially but they're once getting, they're there, Sean, we want to keep them. There. Mate,
0: especially if they're getting caught up in plastic bags. It's just not going to happen. So they said, we're going to start charging you. And I saw through that immediately because yep. I thought, you're charging us 15 cents for an item that per capita, per product, per unit would be costing you less than a cent. Based on your expense buy, Do you go
1: through the self-checkout?
0: Yeah, usually. Just don't scan them. No, I don't. I don't. i stop doing that. Yeah. So, anyway, they're going to charge us 15 cents.
1: You don't scan the chocolate, let alone the bag.
0: <laughs> no, usually, I usually try to pocket something. But you don't stay... <laughs> you know what I pocketed last time? My, um, my, um, you my, told me. No. You were proud of yourself once. No, what did I pocket? What did I tell you about? Hold oh, no. on. I pocketed um, last time my, my car key takes the little watch batteries... Yep. And you get a notification, keycard battery low. So you just look up, I need a CR whatever it is battery. So you go to the battery aisle and they're about 9 bucks for two. And I just thought, fuck this, I'm pocketing this. And I did. I walked out with it. But so the plastic bag situation, $0.15, what an exorbitant markup. They're making more money now from this, something they used to give away. They're now buying less of them and charging us more for them. Yep. Whatever. Now they've taken the plastic bags away altogether yep. and they're making us buy 25-cent paper bags. So Woolies
1: have gone with the 25-cent as well.
0: 25 cents? Yes. Are you having a laugh? Yes. Like, so you're the Soon ones. Soon they'll be
1: taking the handles away and we'll be carrying Soon, the... Like,
0: like the American style. Yeah. Like, I found myself sitting there thinking, you're the ones that have made the decision to go environmentally conscious. Not us. And we're footing the bill for it. What the fuck?
1: But what happened to the plastic? Is it because that Red Cycle organisation went under?
0: I'm not sure exactly what happened, but you can't get the plastic bags. So now They also
1: they... don't hold the weight, the paper no, bags. No, they don't. It's just... So they've stopped packing it. Now we have to pack it ourselves. Now they don't even give us the the facilities.
0: You know, the worst thing about it is we're getting a worse service at a higher cost. Yep. It's unacceptable. Do you know
1: what I hate? No one's at the checkouts, right? But they got three or four staff looking at the checkouts just in case someone is just get in the checkout.
0: What does one of you get like, yeah, why doesn't one of you get on the checkout?
1: You know? Show some common sense. So what are these people called? Because back in the day, and my mum was one of them. It was a checkout chick. Checkout chick. Well, what there are were, they called now? And then there were deli chicks. Stand, standing there doing nothing chick.
0: What's um <laughs> what's the guys were just like just like hidden out the back as like night fill and yeah. like shelf stacking and all that shit.
1: Shout out to Tony, my dad, and my uncle Steve Simon's dad. Got sacked from coals <laughs> for, goals for uh, piss farting around when they were night fillers. This was pre kids.
0: They just got rid of them.
1: Yeah, uh, they were. They were caught on CCTV <laughs> throwing flour and shit. What do you mean? <laughs> they just wrap bags. So obviously, like, they married my mum and my auntie. And so they were, you know, young and just trying to make, you know, extra money. A bit of extra right uh, At lira. night, so they thought, I think my Uncle Steve said, oh, yeah, I got us jobs at Safeway. And then <laughs> I think they proceeded. I don't think they stacked it with a single shelf. <laughs> they just fist farted around. They ate a lot. <laughs> and they got caught. They it g- must be a family thing because Simon, I don't know if you've met.
0: I, I can just imagine them too, like it's that classic thing where Tony and Steve don't know what they're going into the office for and the guy goes, look, just have a look at the vision, please. Yeah. Just plays an edit, a two-minute long edit of them not
1: working, eating the produce. This gives me an opportunity to shout out uh, Simon Manitti, old name him, I don't care. Um, another Simon who I played with. Grew we up with Simon and uh, played indoor soccer with him for years. Simon, in his uh, earlier years, used to work at Coles, just doing, you know, part time job and stuff. Simon used to steal the elastoplast out of the first aid kits for our indoor soccer team, and thought, I'm "Why do you need it? What do you mean?" Taping and ankles and whatever. And eventually, got told, "Look, we know you're taking all the elastoplast." Out of the Coles Reservoir.
0: <laughs> you know what I love about it? Couldn't he have conceivably just stolen it off the shelf?
1: No, that would be harder. So That would be, that'd be considered theft, whereas this is, uh, I've got a bad ankle, I've got to tape it before every shift. <laughs> but what I love about that
0: rationale is, oh, could he not have like done something where I've got to go around and fill or I've got to do something, and you just, just take... A couple of weeks' worth at a time. Um, funny. Google. You don't have to steal it <laughs> the night before every game.
1: <laughs> For Kelly's 21st, I don't know if I've told this story. Um, I told her, so said, don't worry about drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone on.
0: worked at... Um,
1: With three or four different locations. We just had trucks rolling up and we just opened it up and just took Yeah, so-
0: someone worked at the distributor, didn't they?
1: Yeah. Well, Simon worked at Smith's. Another one worked at Arnott's. Johnny worked at Pepsi. So I could just... <laughs> just Throughout the day, trucks were rocking up, and we're just getting <laughs>
0: stuff out the back, unloading pellets of food. All right, we're back because the, the, the I forgot to delete last week's episode. So that story about Simon stealing the
1: elastoplast—I elastoplast.
0: don't know how far into that we got, but uh,
1: shout we, out to Simon Manetti, the elastoplast thief. From uh, Coles Reservoir in the early 2000s, <laughs>
0: that bit might still be there. But uh, we thought we'll delete last week's episode and do the the end so that the film, the film, the podcast doesn't just conclude abruptly.
1: At least we didn't, yeah. Realize
0: we realized that. I looked at it. and I was like, it must have just happened. I think
1: we, we haven't been recorded since Tim left. No,
0: nah, like it was. I looked at it and thought, oh, I reckon it's because I saw the red button and I thought it must be the last like five minutes. I think it was less than that to be honest. So, all right, we'll do the wrap ups again. I, don't, I said earlier, I don't have a printed DJ yet. I don't know what that is. I'll figure it out on the drive home. Tim Davis, always a pleasure. Thank you, Tim. Uh, Fabian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what does he always say? All the best, Sean. Uh, always a pleasure. Yeah, and then he says always a pleasure.
0: And then he says something like Go Blues or something. At the...
1: He says it at the end. He goes, Go Blues. Adivideci, uh, ragazzi.
0: For me, Sean Peterbush, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you all again next week, hopefully after another win.
1: Go Blues.